Welcome to your sanity safe space. Not a fucking issue. With your favorite YouTube podcast duo. You're fucking a white male. And a white female too. Saving the millennial generation in weekly installments. <laughs> Live from a castle tower and his mother's basement. This, this is Beauty and the Beta. <laughs> and we will make America great again. <laughs> After four long, tense days, we've reached a historic moment in this election. We can now project the winner of the presidential race. CNN projects Joseph R. Biden Jr. is elected the 46th president of the United States, denying President Trump a second term. CNN projects Biden wins Pennsylvania. What was it called by? All the, oh my goodness, all the networks, wow, all the networks, we have to forget about the law, judges don't count, all the networks thought Biden was going to win by 10%, don't be ridiculous, networks don't get to decide elections. We have put together, I think, the most extensive and inclusive voter fraud organization in the history of American politics. That is correct. You are fake news. Very fake. Do you want the boogaloo? Because that's how you get the boogaloo, okay, folks? I will eat your ass. I'll do it. All right, America, go to the YouTube right now. Skag free wherever he is. You are a terrific team on all counts. Big ups to Rebecca for keeping Matt woke. I, I can't do it. We'll do it live. We'll do it live. Fuck it. Do it live. I'll write it and we'll do it live. Hello and welcome to the show. It is a great show. It is a terrific show. It is a tremendous show. Frankly, the best. You can ask anyone about that. People often do. This is Beauty and the Beta. My name is Matt Christensen. I am flanked on my right, as always, by my wonderful co-host, Blonde. Welcome. Hello. I'm happy to see a grin. I was worried. I know, uh, you know, it was a rough, it was a tough Wednesday, emotionally difficult, but you seem more upbeat. <laughs> yeah, it's it's fine. If I don't laugh, I'll cry. And uh, it's kind of funny watching everything just go to shit, isn't it? A little bit funny. As always, I maintain my commitment to enjoying the ride on the sinking Titanic and fiddling the whole time. So that is the attitude with which we will approach tonight's show, of course. Uh, what a week, though. Was it a red mirage? Was it the greatest political heist in American history? Was it something in between? We're going to go through all of it in an election heavy show, obviously after days of vote counting and uh, plans for recounts in certain States, the media have officially called Pennsylvania for Joe Biden and therefore declared Joe Biden president elect of the United States. Meanwhile, the Trump team prepares various legal challenges and maintains that Trump still holds a path to victory. And the bright side is at least coronavirus has been cured because everyone's having Joe Biden victory parties out in the street. It's like May or June with the Black Lives Matter events. Although maybe this time the uh, corona hypocrisy will stick. Who knows? Uh, I thought it was over in May or June with those events. We'll see if anybody cares about these. All that. Uh, plus, don't forget about Portland. A lot of the rioters and the looters were very confused with the the mixed results this week. It looked like it was going to be Trump. So get your get your pitchforks and torches ready. And then it turns out it's Biden. So not a lot of uh, unrest 
uh, relative to the summer, certainly. However, they don't quit in Portland. They ride if it's a, if it's a day that ends in Y. So they continued to break stuff and they continued to say very silly things. So we'll check in with what's going on in Portland and we'll close with a case of hoax hate. That is actually just a, a courteous letter uh, mm. making a solid argument against black lives matter. But residents of a, uh, a neighborhood in Michigan are still terrified by its, uh, it's thorough bibliography. It was a very academic <laughs> yeah, was, hate letter. <laughs> we'll check in with that. Plus, uh, we will uh, check up on your super chats as well on YouTube, D Live, and Streamlabs, of course. Ten bucks and up on the Sunday show because we are no good low down money grabbers. It will be all this and more in your favorite couple hours of listing material. Remember, you can find everything show related and support the show over on the website. That's MattChristensenMedia.com. One of the many things we have featured over on the website is special offers from our friendly listener owned businesses. Of course, this week, our feature business is our friends over at Phoenix Ammunition. Everybody is responsible for their own defense. And so we're going to make sure that we can do everything in our power to make sure that they have what they need when they need it. It's Friday afternoon in Novi and in a moderately spacious warehouse, a handful of men are cranking out ammunition by the minute. We caught up with Justin Nazarov, owner of Phoenix Ammunition, a local bullet manufacturer working to meet the spike in demand for ammunition. What we really hope is that people kind of have a a heart-to-heart moment where they, they realize that the society we live in is more fragile than they would believe. If you've been having trouble finding ammo this year, our friends at Phoenix keep producing. Justin and his crew have been putting out 9mm, 5.56, and more as fast as they possibly can. And they're keeping prices as low as the market will allow. So head on over to phoenixammo.com. <laughs> oh, you're, you're laughing at the reference. Uh, the Epstein didn't commit to it, yeah. <laughs> that's F. By the way, I got a receipt from Phoenix recently, and it said on the receipt Epstein didn't kill himself. So, How am I anyway. just noticing this now? It's uh, phoenixammo.com, F-E-N-I-X ammo.com and sign up for stock notifications. You'll get an email when they have what you need and they can ship it out to you. Also uh, follow on Twitter at Phoenix Ammo. Justin is posting, uh, posting when stock will become available ahead of time so you can be first on the click and get exactly what you need. Not only is Phoenix keeping prices as low as they possibly can, but as the listener of this show, you get 5% off as well. Use promo code MCLISTENER for 5% off not only your ammo, but everything that Phoenix sells. And of course, you can find uh, everything you need from Phoenix and also the uh, the rest of our friendly listener-owned businesses, including Charity Swipes, Hero Soap Company, Sonoran Defense Technologies and more. That's at mattchristiansonmedia.com slash deals. Deals for listeners by listeners. Well, we'll hop right into the uh, hop right into the news. And before we get into politics and the election, uh, big news just in American culture and entertainment. Uh, early this morning, the Jeopardy Twitter account announced that host Alex Trebek passed away peacefully at his home surrounded by family and friends. Trebek had, of course, been battling pancreatic cancer. I hate this year. I hate it so much. It is a rough one. Uh, But it is a nice white pill and uh, a nice send off just to scroll through the replies uh, to this tweet. There's nothing but appreciation. There's nothing. People are sad, obviously. But you think of cultural figures where this news could be shared. And usually there's at least a few trolls trying to rile people up about it or crack jokes. 
Alex Trebek was the kind of figure where people aren't really doing that. You know, it's not political. It's not trying to score points. It's not trying to laugh at somebody. It's just people appreciating him and they're appreciating him commonly. Uh, their appreciation is commonly phrased in the form of a question. That's kind of, uh, you know, it's a, it's a nice tribute to read too. what, what is pain? What is respect? That sort of thing. So it's not clear who will replace Trebek. Uh, taped episodes will continue to air through Christmas Trebek had long said that Betty White should replace him because uh, the network would want, quote, somebody younger, somebody funnier. Betty White, of course, is 98 years old, but uh, but still still kicking. Anyway, all the best uh, to his family, of course, and to uh, people who enjoyed the show and enjoyed his uh, his time on it. All right. Uh, recall last month, the security guard. I use that in uh, scare quote. Right. Was he a security guard? We still don't know a lot about this, but the guy who shot a, uh, another guy who was supposedly working for a local news station, working security for a local news station, but wasn't actually a licensed security guard in Denver. The whole thing was just off camera. That was Matthew Dolloff. We talked about that story. Mm-hmm. Gosh, like a month ago, maybe less. He's now facing murder charges, but he walked out of jail at 3 PM on Tuesday after posting bond half a million dollars. Dolph's legal team is arguing the shooting was self-defense available footage and still photos as we covered on the show at the time seem to suggest otherwise, but we'll see what is decided in a court of law. The main reason I bring this up, I, I want to update the story, obviously, and I know that these aren't the same jurisdictions. This happened in Colorado. The Kyle Rittenhouse event happened in Wisconsin and he's from Illinois. It's not necessarily an apples to apples comparison, but I just want to, Note that this guy, the, the murder charges against this guy seem much stronger, much more yeah. easily demonstrated than again, the self-defense case much weaker than Kyle Rittenhouse, where all available evidence shows a kid getting attacked and responding with remarkable precision against only his attackers. Kyle Rittenhouse still in jail, being extradited, extradited to Wisconsin. Uh, this guy walking free on half a million bucks. Just, Don't worry. Everything is going to get settled in the courts. Trust will, the courts. Everyone trust the plan. It's fine. I will always defend the process, but uh rough start to the process here. We'll see what happens with uh, Mr. Dolliff. Did you catch uh, the cop spitting lady in? Uh, oh, this bitch has crazy eyes. She, when I first saw the photo, I thought, is that the YouTube shooter? Remember her? The, uh, uh, the, the based vegan chick, <laughs> the lady who tried to shoot up YouTube, but missed everybody and shot herself ah, in the heart. Hold what my I, kebab. Uh, let me see if the live chat tells <laughs> whatever me. her name was. She kind of looked like this. This chick is way hotter. Uh, way hotter. Anyway. Uh, so if people didn't see, uh, the video this week, this was a young woman at a New York city protest, um, about the election this week she spit in a cop's face. And I know you'll appreciate the clip. I'm sure you've already seen it, but she immediately faced the justice of the, uh, the patriarchy. Here was the clip. Fuck you, fascist! Fuck you, fascist! You're all fucking shit. Well, learn your lessons the hard way, I guess she was, uh, arrested oh. and <laughs> do you have commentary i mean that cop just can you imagine being in a situation where you're not gonna smash her face after that well i think amazing showed, restraint 
Yeah, Rittenhouse level discipline. He allowed her to scream fuck you fascist in his face. It was only after she assaulted him by spit that he uh, arrested her. So, And then plenty of white knights were like, no, protect the woman with the crazy eyes. Maybe she'll fuck me. <laughs> she was uh, arrested on charges of obstruction of governmental administration, violation of local law and harassment and given a desk appearance ticket. Uh, the reason I bring her up is because it turns out she was actually an intern for Jerry Nadler as well. She oh, interned God. at the uh, New York city offices of Jerry, Jerry Nadler in September, 2018. She uh, was only there for a month and left and apparently did not complete the internship, I guess for personal reasons, says a spokesman for Jerry Nadler's office. No update from Nadler's office on whether she will be immediately hired on with full pay after uh, seeing what Probably. she just did in New York city. You know what she they're calling be. her? I actually thought this was funny. They're calling her the phlegm fatal. Like <laughs> okay. P H L E G M. All right. That one, that one's all right. <laughs> it's pretty good. Right. Okay. So we'll see what Jerry Nadler does with this lady. If anything, now another uh, video that was very important this week. Perhaps you saw what may have been the viral video of the week. Uh, supposedly, during their election coverage, CNN had Pornhub open on their big board. Did you see this one? Yeah, weird. All right, so here was the clip if you missed. No sound. But you can see Wolf Blitzer. He cuts over to, like, cuts over to John King. Oh, no, Pornhub's open. And he closes it. And what sells it is, is oh, go the back look. just a hair, is the look of disappointment. Yeah, like, what are you guys doing back there? <laughs> Now, if it seems too hilarious to be true, that's because it is. Uh, people dug up the actual clip from CNN. It's clear that it's not Pornhub. The uh, county executive of Allegheny County, uh, Rich Fitzgerald, is joining us on the phone right now. Rich, thanks so much for joining us. Uh, how many uncounted ballots? Still funny. Still funny. I don't know if... Um, if the original post here from at Patrick Sickler on Twitter is if he created the video, whoever did, you did a pretty convincing job. Um, and as a top reply set, uh, top reply says, if you've had an election for more than three days, seek medical help. That was pretty good. Learn. <laughs> now, before we hop into the election results and all, I mean, this election is a grab bag for tinfoil and conspiracy theories. And we're going to get into all of it. We're going to look at all the weirdness. I want to highlight before we do that, the biggest piece of tinfoil, the most important conspiracy theory, theory to consider. Uh, this is from, this is some election weirdness noticed by TikTok user Houston, Atlanta, Vegas. Check this out. Here's what I have an issue with. And it just dawned on me. Watch this. Bang. Right there. Jeep, 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 Jeep. Jeep, Jeep. Why are they all fucking Jeeps? This is a Gladiator. <laughs> this is a Wrangler. Four-door Wrangler. They're all Jeeps. All 2021s. It's all Jeeps. Why? Someone tell me why. Clearly Big That's Jeep is in question. on the fix. Yeah. I don't know why, really. Uh, is this I a... Is this like a promotional spot or something? I assume, seriously speaking, I assume that's what it is, that Jeep ha must have some kind of promotional deal because they are all brand new Jeeps. Uh, but I've heard no explanation. So if someone can tell us wh what's the deal with big Jeep and the Joe Biden campaign, I would like to, uh, I would like to know. Anyway, moving into the, uh, into the election results. And it's very, uh, it's very key to remember what exactly is at stake here. 
I don't have to tell you, we don't have to tell you how important this election is and, and how, uh, how, how things might change if we have a, a President Joe Biden, but nothing matters more than this. Lizzo said multiple times on TikTok this week that she will run naked down the street if Joe Biden wins the presidency. So I know that many of you are disappointed. I know that many of you feel demoralized. Some of you may want to give up. Understand if you do that, you're putting us through I'm putting everyone through this scene. And I'm telling you right now, if this happens, I don't have the willpower not to look. If Lizzo runs naked down the street and there's video of it, I'm going to watch it. So You've don't already put me practically seen her naked. Mostly. Yeah. M- yeah. Most. What's left to, to, to see there? Well, it's going to be very confusing. What's what? Is that a boob? Is that just a, a flab of whatever? Who knows? We're going to have remember to. Remember when uh, I liked Lizzo? Do you remember that? I thought you still did. Oh no, she's a, uh, she's terrible and she has no talent. And I don't know what I was thinking. I think that <laughs> like, I got so fat during pregnancy that I'm like, this bitch knows what's up. You started we to like identify a kinship. Yeah. Is that what happens with leftists? Like they just become so gross and ugly and fat. And nobody wants to bang them. And so they just form a coalition. <laughs> I suppose so. I don't know. Um, let me open up the election map here. And, uh, Oh, stupid. Stupid Google. We'll get the election uh, results up here so we can look at what the state of things is. Because starting yesterday, CNN, along with uh, many media outlets, declared Biden the winner uh, on Saturday. And so far, they've awarded him 290 electoral votes to Trump's 214. The only states not officially declared now are uh, Georgia, where now Joe Biden leads by 10,000 votes with 99% of precincts reporting. And North Carolina, which as we mentioned on Wednesday has said that they're not going to uh, they're not going to finish their counting until November 12th, but Trump still has a, you know, roughly a 70,000 uh, vote lead there. Alaska still remains uncalled hilariously because they only have 50% of precincts reported, but Donald Trump's getting effectively a two to one, uh, two to one voter support in Alaska. So obviously Alaska is going to be going to Trump, but those are your uncounted electoral votes as of this hour. And uh, Pennsylvania. So what's the status of Pennsylvania has been called by the media. Uh, Joe Biden now holds <laughs> that's a, not a thing. Well, that's what they, they say it is. We're going to get into that. Uh, Remember, we decide what, what they think, what they need to think. 40,000 votes, uh, 40,000 vote lead for Joe in Pennsylvania, a about 150,000, 145,000 vote lead for Joe in Michigan, a, 20,000 vote lead for Joe in Wisconsin. It's, it sounds like there will be a recount coming in Wisconsin in Arizona. We still have, Oh, there's been an update. Uh, it looks like since I last saw this, they're now saying 98% of precincts reporting. Uh, so they've count, they've released a little bit more information. Now it looks like Arizona is about an 18,000, uh, an 18,000 point or 18,000 vote Biden lead. So Biden has actually widened that. I think. Or I, I forget no, what he was standing. It at. was twenty thousand. Oh, so it's come down a little bit. Never mind. Yeah. Uh, so Trump continues to cut into it, but eighteen thousand to go, two percent of precincts, and then Nevada uh, is sitting at ninety-four percent of precincts reporting and a about a forty-four thousand uh, vote difference in Nevada as of this hour. Now, is is it likely to go to Trump? No. I mean, he would have to he'd have to win Arizona outright. That would have to happen. Okay. He would have to flip Georgia through a recount or some other mechanism. 
And then Pennsylvania would also have to flip. That's his most realistic path to victory. So please understand, as we talk about all of this tonight, he's not is not my position that oh this is trump's definitely gonna win he's got it in the bag it's ridiculous to assume that biden is your president-elect no the point is there there's a lot contested on this map and a path for trump still exists which means things are not yet final that's the only point right i am seeing some major cope on the right for sure uh how so Oh, I'm just saying like, like Trump's has this in the bag. People don't seem to understand that a recount when the, when the votes are fake, it's not going to make a difference. They're still going to recount the fake votes and Biden's Um, still going to be ahead. I mean, I think we all can agree that like a vast amount of voter fraud has gone on here. I love how the left is like, there's no way there could, that we could have voter fraud in this election, but they were talking about Russia for four years tampering with our election. It's like, it's mind boggling to me that people still believe this. Let's, let's talk about that in a second. Yeah, we will definitely get to a, a lot of the fraud uh, allegations and evidence um, as far as recounts overturning states to re- to overturn Wisconsin on a recount. Twenty thousand votes, highly unlikely. Uh, Georgia overturning 10,000 votes, potentially plus since they still have more counting in Georgia. Unlikely. Again, mm-hmm. the point is the path remains. None of these results are certified. They're going through a process. That's what has to be acknowledged here. Oh, and I'm not saying that Trump should concede. He should fight this to the bitter end. He should be the biggest thorn in the side of the left. I agree. There are enough irregularities here, enough oddities, enough evidence of outright fraud to investigate. Let's just be sure that we got it right. It's not me predicting Trump is your Trump is reelected. It's just saying, okay. I mean, we did a full scale investigation on Russian Facebook posts. Can we at least be sure that, I don't know, living people who are residents of their states are the ones who voted? That'd be great. And if that's what the investigation and the litigation shows, count me in. I'm right. I'm not going to sit here and deny, 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 deny forever. There's a process to complete. Media don't care. They declare Biden your president-elect. And anybody who has any questions about that is now a conspiracy theorist. Now, recall earlier this week, the New York Times faced controversy. for on election day tweeting, the role of declaring the winner of a presidential election in the U.S. falls to the news media. The broadcast networks and cable news outlets have vowed to be prudent. Here's how it will work. Now that was deleted and they, um, they added, they, they changed it and they, they changed the wording and updated it because that's, that's simply not true. (laughs) Okay. The, they can make projections. They can tell you what it looks like it's going to be, but the people vote in the States, the States certify the results and the States send electors to the convention to elect the president. That's how this process works. There's no, there's no portion of the constitution that says, uh, corporate media media get to declare president when they feel like it. That's not a thing, but they're, uh, they're still doing it. So I just want to, um, I want to consider this media mistake, this alleged New York times mistake in the context of some of the other mistakes or misstatements that were actually prophetic in the election cycle. Okay. Think of Kamala Harris leaked mistakenly named as the vice presidential pick in political. That was a mistake. Turned out to be hundred percent how things developed the red mirage in Axios. As we talked about on Wednesday, uh, that turned out to be prophetic. It told you exactly how this election was going to go. Trump is going to look like he, crushes on election night and then just enough results are going to trickle in to name joe biden your president-elect now it's media are arbiters of election truth 
they it's not just this New York Times tweet. They did this all election night. They called certain states for Biden early. They refuse to call obvious Trump states for Trump, Florida, Texas. They're doing it right now with Alaska. What was the purpose of this? It's not prudence, as the New York Times suggests. The purpose of this is to make sure that you go to bed with as rosy a picture for Joe Biden as possible and as dismal a picture for Donald Trump as possible so that your first impression is Joe Biden president. That way, any challenge to that in the future is conspiratorial nonsense. It's made by fringe, crazy people who don't follow the media. I'm convinced that so much of this game was to create first impressions that you'll be reluctant to challenge as you navigate through this news event. Well, they've clearly had a plan this whole time. Hmm. As soon as Trump was elected in 2016, which took them by surprise. That's one of the reasons we lost, um, except for the white male vote. Uh, th- there was no element of surprise for us. We, we, we really lost that. And that's what gave us the edge in 2016. Yeah. I think that they, they really, the media had a goal to, to win a war over a first impression here to plant a seed in your mind. And so as we go through this stuff, again, I'm not making the case to you that this election was decided by fraud. I'm not making the case to you that this election, I am. <laughs> I, we'll talk about, I think it had something to do with it, but I don't know that it was decisive perhaps, I'm not making the case to you that Trump obviously won. I'm making the case to you that nobody but the states and the applicable law determines the outcome. And anyone selling you a final result at this moment is selling you an agenda. Decide for yourself. That's it. Including Fox News, which has been wildly disappointing. You know, I'm I'm not crazy about Fox, but I do love Tucker Carlson, who's been good through all of this. But watching them on election night, like call Arizona so early. I couldn't believe what I was watching. And then Chris Wallace with his rat face talking about how Trump is like lighting a fire that we already were in a tense situation. And he just threw a match on the whole thing. I'm like this editorializing from this supposedly conservative outlet. Fuck these people. Martha McCallan. Fuck you. Dana Perino. (laughs) Fuck you. Chris Wallace. Fuck you too. The, uh, the buzz on, uh, Twitter over the weekend was that Tucker should leave Fox and Trump should start the Trump news network and and hire Tucker away. That would be amazing. We'll see if that happens. You start anyway, a YouTube channel or something. Yeah. The media declare Biden president elect. Biden comes out last night in front of all of his, uh, in front of his big Jeep conspiracy and uh, names himself for the first time, the president elect and talks about a philosophy of unity and talks about how we need to tackle coronavirus first. Here was some of uh, Biden's speech. The people of this nation have spoken. They've delivered us a clear victory. We've won with the most votes ever cast on presidential ticket in the history of the nation. I pledge to be a president who seeks not to divide, but unify, who doesn't see red states and blue states, only sees the United States. The refusal of Democrats and Republicans to cooperate with one another, it's not some mysterious force, it's a decision, a choice we make. Our work begins with getting COVID under control. We cannot repair the economy, restore our vitality, or relish life's most precious moments, hugging our grandchildren, our children, our birthdays, weddings, sniffing their hair. All the moments that matter most to us until we get it under control. And I hope it can provide some comfort and solace to 230 million thousand Americans who've lost a loved one to this terrible virus this year. 
the bajillion I barely million. get a sense of. I know. <laughs> yeah. This is going to be a lot of fodder for the right because, you know, what they've done is they're going to have a lame duck presidency with the world's oldest, most demented man who recently confused his granddaughter with his dead son. I forgot about Homeboy that. can barely get a sentence out. Um, yeah. And then when he inevitably dies, there's going to be the first female president who's unelected, childless, banged her way to the top and is a minority with a cackle. So good job, America. Nice job, leftists, on this on this giant victory. Well yeah. done, idiots. I and think about his unity message. I don't hate it necessarily in a vacuum. Oh. That is that is to say, context free. Uh, okay, it's great that you'd call that you say we're not enemies. Cool, I appreciate that. Uh, if if you're willing to make good on that. Trouble is, um, where were the unity efforts the last four years? As former White House Press Secretary Ari Fleischer said. It's funny how suddenly you're all for unity because all I've heard for four years until tonight is resist, overturn, yeah, boycott, resist. surveil, leak, impeach. Don, Don Lemon, Don Lemon over on CNN said much the same. Oh, I loved the unity message. We're all Americans, guys. We all come together now. We don't care if you voted for us or not. You're all part of this American experiment. It was, I was so overwhelmed to hear that because I'm not a Democrat I'm not a Republican, I'm not a conservative, I'm not, I'm not a liberal. I am an American. And we all deserve to be able to live in this country and have respect. Just last week he was telling you to get rid of your conservative friends. Yeah, I know. Oh, I but, gotta correct myself. Kamala Harris has two ugly daughters. Oh, she isn't, she isn't childless. Thank you for that. Uh, or an ugly daughter and an ugly son. <laughs> okay. Thank you, live chat. Um, yeah, I know. I mean, and they think that the right's just going to forget like, oh, oh, yeah, I totally want to unite with these people. No, I want to, to secede and I want to have a separate space where I don't have to interact with you people ever again. Just, like, I'm not just going to forget that you guys did this to us. Notice the pattern here. When Democrats are out of power, it's resist at all yeah. costs. Destroy the entire destroy American institutions, if that's what it takes. When Democrats have power. Oh, then it's unity. Then it's come together. Okay. That's not a philosophy. That's not a principle. That's just about power. That says, give me power when you have it, but respect my power when I have it. Double correction. I have to do that. Well, I thought you were on fire tonight, but maybe not. I know. They're stepchildren, so I was right in the first place. Oh, so, okay. You are fake Children by marriage. So she is childless. Am I, am I right? You guys stop fucking with me. This it's messing up our flow. I don't know. I, I actually have no idea what the state of it's hard Kamala to Google Harris's things while I'm ranting. Children are. Yeah. Speaking yeah. of okay, uh, Kamala Harris, uh, she is obviously being celebrated as a first the New York times headline first woman and woman of color as vice president. It says that she makes history as that she's not yet that. I mean, first of all, just strictly speaking, there's been no inaugural, but in terms of selecting the president and the vice president, that, as we've discussed, remains contested. Not to say that it's unlikely, just means it remains contested and there's a process to go through here. But we're going we're gonna to call this historic. Friendly reminder that Kamala Harris is a straight-up affirmative action hire explicitly. <sighs> Joe Biden said, I will choose a woman of color woman as a color. running mate. Yeah. Kamala Harris received exactly zero votes in the primaries because her campaign sucked so hard. She didn't make it to even an opportunity to receive a vote. She didn't make it to Iowa. 
So it's weird how we're going to celebrate uh, a, a, a woman of color as the first this or the first that when she achieved nothing, got nobody to support her and had somebody just pull her up in the ultimate affirmative action move of all time. And we're going to pretend like that is a, an electoral success on the scale of actually winning something yourself. But okay, we'll go with that. Kamala Harris's ancestral village in India is celebrating too, according to a BBC video on Twitter, which is really weird for a village in India to be celebrating a black woman. I'm I'm told that's what this is supposed to be. Ancestral village in India celebrating the black chick who has clear connections to slavery for which you owe her reparations because reasons. Did they just put hot sauce and squirt guns and they're just spraying it in the air in this Indian village? All right. The other piece of Joe's speech is coronavirus. Obviously, he says um, we can't move on as a country until we stop the coronavirus. That's very funny because his supporters uh, seem to be moving on just fine. Here they were um, outside the White House over the weekend chanting YMCA to make fun of the president. Yeah, that sure looks like a uh, a super spreader event to me if I've ever seen one. Um, just remember, too, it was it was far too dangerous to vote in person. Vote by mail was the only way that we could get this done so that you could have this sort of super spreader party in celebration of the results of the vote. As Matt Walsh uh, posted on Twitter, it's not it's not just about the vote, obviously, either. He wrote your kids had to go to school on their computers for a year. And your grandfather had to die alone and your neighborhood bar had to go bankrupt because of COVID. But this is, this is perfectly okay. That's what we're supposed to believe. And uh, some of the people who seem okay with this are so dense. It's, it's hard to believe they lack this. They lack self-awareness to see it, but this is Vox uh, reporter, Aaron Rupar. He posted these two posts within something like 12 hours of each other. It's party time outside the White House. Massive crowd of people. That was 11.16 a.m. yesterday. By 10.45, he's showing a picture of college football players and fans storming the field after the uh, Clemson-Notre Dame game, saying, this is not ideal during a worsening pandemic. <laughs> like, you have to be trolling. Come on, you can't be serious. No, they just know nobody's going to question them. You you can't be I uh, okay. Well, we're going to pretend that this is sensible. And the virus can tell if you're a Biden supporter. It only it, you can only get coronavirus if you're a conservative. Don't well, you know? I would I would ask him how do we know that these people at the at the football field are not equally excited about Biden's win as they are Notre Dame's double overtime win? As long as they're happy about both, the virus can't spread, right? This is this is what they say. They respond to and they say, oh, well, there's a lot of responses to uh, Kaylee McEnany's original post of this uh, this Biden, this Biden flash mob outside the White House. They say, oh, Kaylee, we're wearing masks. We're not idiots. We're wearing masks. We're not idiots. Well, first of all, I don't know how you can see anyone wearing a mask in this footage. It's very far away. I guarantee you plenty of people are not wearing masks in this. But even if I grant the point, let's say they're all responsibly masked up. If you can do this wearing a mask, you can vote wearing a mask. You can go to school wearing a mask. You can go to your funeral or your wedding or any other mass event wearing a mask. All of those things are fine. If this is fine, wearing a mask. Please tell me the difference. Please tell me why we shut down our country and ruined businesses 
and drove people to suicide. If we could do all of these things and wearing a mask would stop it all. Cause it's all part of a plan. They know that. You think this guy doesn't know that? I mean, come on. They're, they're not even trying to hide it anymore. uh, It does. It seems brazen, but they, they also seem serious, which just baffles the mind. No, I mean, I think that we have done this thing in the past where we're like, wow, they're so stupid. But that's that's a dangerous way to look at this. We start we need to start looking at this as, wow, they're so malicious. They have such <laughs> bad intent. I, I am no longer going to assume that anybody has good intentions. Like, Ooh, assume malice is a rough black pill, but maybe we are. Whoa, there. <laughs> whoa. I'm, I'm supposed to I'm supposed to assume yeah. that people that voted for Biden have good intentions. They can get fucked. Absolutely Don't, not. Didn't you I'm just going to start assuming that they're evil. It's unity <laughs> that's time. That's where I am. It's a Democrat Absolutely got elected. Not. It's unity time. Duh. They went Riot all scorched earth, earth with this election. <laughs> I am not going to even listen to any arguments about unifying the country. These people can suck my balls. We can live in different places and we can develop our own constitution. I'm not doing this anymore. I'm not doing it anymore. Well, Unification. Take solace in the fact that the Trump campaign may agree with you on principle, or at least taking that scorched earth philosophy to the courts. The Trump campaign is assembling its legal challenges in various states. Yesterday, Rudy Giuliani and company had a press a press conference in Pennsylvania, and Rudy mocked the idea that the news networks calling the race has any significance. I love this clip. What was it called by? All the oh my goodness, all the networks! Wow, all the networks. We have to forget about the law. Judges don't count. All the networks thought Biden was going to win by 10%. Gee, what happened? Come on, don't be, don't be ridiculous. Networks don't get to decide elections. Courts do. Now, quick aside about the uh, Trump team's legal plan here. You can't really tell in that clip because you just see the Trump sign backdrops, but the setting for this press conference was actually very bizarre. <clears throat> Excuse me, got to clear my throat. Uh, it, it took place at something called Four Seasons Landscaping in the middle of nowhere, Philadelphia. The speculation on Twitter over the weekend was the Trump campaign made a mistake thinking that it booked the Four Seasons Hotel and instead booked some random small business. And a lot of laughs were had. Apparently it was next to a porn shop. All sorts of jokes were made about this. Others, though, have been looking into this business and... Um, And they've discovered that an unusually large amount of Biden campaign contributions are associated with it. Could it be that the uh, they're saying the the location, the theory here is that using this location is signaling to the Biden campaign that they know something about this spot. The claim here is that it's uh, money laundering or something like that. I'm just giving you the explanations for why they picked a weird ass landscaping site to have this press conference. No matter what, it was a weird choice. But that's where they made some of these announcements. Uh, Giuliani appeared on Giuliani appeared on uh, Fox News this morning, talked to uh, Maria Bartiromo, and he says that he has evidence to reveal that up to 900,000 ba- uh, ballots in Pennsylvania are invalid. He says he has the evidence to overturn the results of the election in Pennsylvania. That's a tall claim. Says he's going to file lawsuits uh, tomorrow. So we'll see if he can substantiate those claims. But if if Trump hangs on to Georgia through some kind of recount, if he wins outright in Arizona, and if Pennsylvania's election results get changed or thrown out, suddenly that unlikely path becomes a reality. That's That's what they're going for. 
additionally, Republicans in the, the uh, state Republican Party in Nevada announced Thursday that they have uh, they've sent a criminal referral to the uh, office of uh, Attorney General William Barr. And they say that they can substantiate 3,600 cases of voter fraud in Nevada and that they expect to be able to substantiate uh, potentially thousands more or lots more. So that would be the other piece. Maybe you have Nevada as a piece of a theoretical Trump win here. But those are those are two key pieces to the legal case. And we'll have to see what they can do with the rest of the uh, the fraud cases here. Now, Nevada, they're saying they have it substantiated. The biggest trouble with the rest of the challenges and with the rest of the claims of fraud is you have a lot. You have a patchwork of cases with evidence. Do you have enough to overturn states sufficient to flip the results? Maybe that's what people seem to be working towards right now. It's not clear, though. Um, We do want to give some attention to some of the more significant cases in that patchwork though so first and foremost tell me about these uh voting machines that they used in michigan and elsewhere the dominion machines that apparently produce some faulty results yeah um i guess maybe we should talk about the actual machines first so they're used in 28 states and this company dominion uh reportedly received a 107 million dollar contract last year to install 30,000 voting machines throughout the states um, Georgia was already moving away from its earlier election equipment provider um, after 2018 complaints. So, you know, this is all over the country. They're they're super widespread. They're connected to the Clinton Foundation. If you go to the Clinton Foundation website, it has something about the Delian Project, Democracy Through Technology. I'll read this blurb. Do you have it pulled up, perhaps? Uh, I have a tweet about it. Yeah, Delian Project. Yeah, I have a graphic. Okay, commitment to Delian Project. In 2014, Dominion Voting committed to providing emergency and post-conflict democracies with access, you're so fair, to voting technology through its philanthropic support to the Delian Project as many emerging democracies suffer from post-electoral violence. Uh, Tell me about Libya. Um, Due to the delay in the publishing of election results, over the next three years, Dominion Voting will support election technology pilots with donated automated voting machines. And then it goes into um, basically what it is, uh, talking about safer elections. Um, and then, you know, the, the, they need more female election staff, blah, blah. So they're talking about this on the Clinton Foundation website. I'm almost positive this is funded with Soros money. Uh, they were really, really prepared. So what happened with these um, with these machines? So in Antrim County, Michigan, I'm actually not sure how big this county is. It's pretty big, right? Um, I don't know, the, actually. The initial election results showed that Joe Biden won and they've now been corrected to show that Trump won because of a software glitch, what they were calling a software glitch initially. Um, and 6,000 votes sw- swung the whole thing. They moved from from Biden to Trump. And so later, uh, the Michigan, was it the AG or the State Department or something? They came out and said, like, no, this was um, an accidental error on the part of the Antrim County clerks. They're saying it's human error, probably because they got the, the sense that we were going to assume that this was widespread and there was widespread obvious they for, voter fraud. They forgot fraud. the old software update. That, that's right. what they're going with. So the statement said, um, where, where was this from? The, the Michigan old software. State. See, the old software accidentally handed a bunch of votes to Biden, but then they updated oh, it oh, yeah. so it was fair. That's it was a result of human error, yeah. The latest uh, version of the software counts votes correctly. Yep, definitely, yeah. definitely. So it actually flipped a, a Michigan election. 
Um, this was in Oakland County. It handed victory to a Democrat. And then it was like a, a very thin margin, I think like much less than a percent. And then um, after this, it it uh, flipped to the Republican. And he was just ready to to concede. <laughs> he was like, yeah. had his speech ready, he's ready to go and everything. And it looks like this was happening in Georgia too. Um, so a Georgia election official said that a technical glitch that halted voting in the two counties was caused by a vendor uploading an update to their election machines the night before the election. But apparently, this is a Marsha Ridley election supervisor. She says this is this is something that they don't ever do. I've never seen them update anything the day before the election. Yeah, why would you do that? Why on Wait. earth would you do that? Now I'm confused. So this happened in, in Georgia case, and Michigan. So in, in one case, not updating was the cause of problems. In another case, updating was the cause of problems, or not updating no. was in both. You had confused Michigan with Georgia. Georgia, it ah. was a problem that they had updated. In Michigan, they said it was an accidental error on the part of the county clerk. It was human intervention that well, caused it. It wasn't error, a computer thought, glitch. Th they're saying that the human error was the clerk accidentally did not update the software. Oh, is that what it says? I think that's what their human error okay. is. So one was not updating the software <laughs> and the other was that the software was re recently updated. Yeah. Gotcha. So yeah, it's uh, but other than that, it's great software. Definitely yeah, should use in 28 states across 28 the country states. as we currently uh, are. Right. I mean, the thing about this is that nobody's going, even if they don't prove election fraud, I'm still like, yeah, this guy's a usurper. He, there's no way he's the actual elected president. And like, I'm with Trump in terms of legal votes. There's no freaking way he didn't win. There's no way. Um, uh, well, you want to talk dead voters? Are you finished with this software? Is there more? Yeah, no. <laughs> well, the de the dead voters uh, thing was very interesting to watch. Now, this week, YouTuber Fleckus, uh, who's normally seen uh, doing great on the street interviews, of course, is he's taken time this week to vet the uh, Michigan elections website. Now, initially, Fleckus said he found a 118 year old voter in Detroit named William Bradley, and that post went viral. And so the New York Times fact checked him. And they got in touch with uh, Wayne County uh, election officials and they were told it was a simple clerical error. That, that's what caused uh, the, the 118 year old voter that uh, Flacus identified. It was simple clerical error. So Flacus responded with a video saying that's weird because I have uncovered thousands of these so-called clerical errors. Voted fact came out and said, no, a dead voter named William Bradley didn't vote in Detroit, which, by the way, isn't even really my claim. My claim was someone requested the absentee ballot for this dead man, William Bradley, whose year of birth was in 1902, and requested, filled out, and returned a ballot on behalf of that person. So this doesn't necessarily mean that this vote was counted. The state could have gotten it and thrown it out because they thought it doesn't make sense. That's what they've claimed. But who's requesting and sending out these ballots? A city elections official said the ballot was not cast on behalf of the elder brother Bradley, but when the alive Bradley voted, officials made a clerical error in recording the ballot. Oh, so it was a clerical error. I have thousands of names. We have thousands of names of people who are confirmed deceased, who requested, filled out, and returned absentee ballots in this 2020 election in Wayne County, Michigan. The link is in the description on the YouTube video. Go check it out for yourself. Go try it for yourself. These are people that are confirmed dead, cross-referenced with the Social Security Death Index. This isn't clerical errors on my end. Did you get a chance to play around with the data at all? Uh-uh. I lost your video also. Oh, let, um, me, uh, let me get that fixed. Yikes. Well, good for him for doing this and the people that helped him. 
That's some oh. excellent journalism. Imagine that. People on YouTube are the real journalists. I mean, not me, but other people. <laughs> My camera should be back, but it might be screwed up for you. Can you deal it's with fine. it? It's fine. It's okay. Yep. Um, okay. Yeah. So, so Twitter and Pastebin are doing their best to remove or at least uh, qualify or put flags on these uh, posts that are involving these claims. But um, I did, I did get a chance to personally test out the data, cross-reference it with the Michigan elections website a little bit. So I checked some of the names in the data dump and, um, and then looked at the website like he's talking about. And sure enough, many of them did show up as having requested ballots and having them returned. And when I, when I went through the, uh, the data, some of them didn't show that some of them showed, you know, this person's registered to vote, but they didn't request a ballot and they didn't vote. So that could be the state cleaning up the website after the fact that could be some inaccurate information or, or data. I don't know, but some points because there for sure are many, many examples of what he's talking about. I don't have time to go through all of them, but it could be potentially thousands. A few, a few points of qualification. There are some people who truly are a hundred, hundred years old and they vote. That is a thing. Okay. Now, oftentimes, as he mentions in his video, dates of birth with the, uh, with the County records are just placeholders when data are missing. So if so, if someone's birth date is unknown or it's not legible on whatever documentation, they might just put in one, one 1900 as a placeholder value that does happen. However, I will emphasize, as he said in his video, he cross-referenced this data dump with death records. So absolutely none of these people should be voting, even if they are still alive and kicking hundred plus year olds yeah. to his point. I've not heard anyone of the fact checkers answer the question. It's interesting. The fact checkers go after him. They don't ask questions to the clerks and the people keeping records in Michigan. They go after Fleckus to discredit him. Very simple question. As he asked in the video, who's requesting these ballots? And who's filling them out? Maybe they're in the count in Michigan. Maybe they're not. Someone's requesting them, though. Well, there Who are only 90,000 centenarians in the whole country. Uh, they must all live in Michigan and they all voted <laughs> for Biden. So and the, the best, the best available interpretation, by the way, even if you want to conclude, oh, none of these votes actually counted in Michigan. This is all a big uh, this is just a big misunderstanding. OK, well, that means that Michigan, the state Michigan state website terribly run awful website needs to be reformed. Okay. At bare minimum, he's doing a, a service to the citizens of Michigan in cleaning up the data that's on their, their website that they should be able to vet for themselves. Now to the point that uh, very old people are voting, it appears that very old people are also voting in, um, in Pennsylvania. Oh, actually, before I get to that, uh, don't make jokes about this on Twitter. <laughs> I love this. Ian miles strong tweeted out the silent majority with a picture of a cemetery. All right. That's just a funny meme tweet. Uh, Twitter, Twitter flags that and says this claim about election fraud is disputed. You can't even joke about these things anymore. So it, it's factually demonstrated that, that this was a record election for the very, very old and or dead. This trend in Pennsylvania is also very interesting. This is according to some Twitter analysis. The data is uh, included in the follow-up tweets. You can vet it for yourself in 2020 in Pennsylvania there were three times as many registrations of 90 plus year olds to vote than in the prior two years. Now, of course it does make sense that registration would increase during a presidential election year, but it's also during a pandemic where those old people are supposed to be isolated and, you know, more concerned with that sort of thing. 
even if these people are who they say they are, it stands to reason that someone's doing some organizing and assisting them in the voting. Uh, who is that? And it's also a little bit unsurprising that uh, the trend is even stronger in Democrat counties. Allegheny, Chester, Delaware, Montgomery, huh. Philadelphia. Imagine that. Uh, that's a interesting. Just the 90-year-olds in the Democrat counties suddenly became very woke and uh, picked up their nursing home phone and called to make sure they get their mail-in ballots without the uh, efforts of anyone else trying to put them up to it. Wouldn't you care less about politics at the very end of your life? I would think so, but I could make an argument that I really care about protecting the world for my kids or grandchildren, my great grandchildren, whatever. Yeah. I'm not buying it. Mm. Uh, if those 90 year olds are voting in Pennsylvania, one would presume they're voting by the mail, of course. And according, according to a postal worker on record, speaking with James O'Keefe and project Veritas, the postal service in Erie was backdating mail ballots, meaning the ballots that were mailed November 4th and after, after election day, those ballots that shouldn't count the post office, according to his allegations was dating them November 3rd to assure that when they arrive at the, the uh, voting locations, they are counted as though they were legitimate election day votes sent in time. You witnessed your supervisor backdating a ballot to November 3rd. I did not witness them backdating it. I witnessed them talking about that. What did you hear them say? They were talking about how the day before, which was before, they had postdated all but one of the they had, uh, all but one of the uh, ballots that were picked up as the third, but they had one that they made a mistake and postmarked it before. So this this postal worker Richard Hopkins has signed a sworn affidavit claiming the, that his post office supervisors had a plan for this backdating. He sent it to Lindsey Graham. Lindsey Graham is promising an investigation. So this guy is swearing to this under penalty of perjury. All we have is what he says he heard. We don't have hard evidence, but he's willing to put his name out there and he's willing to pay a potential penalty if he lies. So draw your own conclusions. We'll see if evidence can be produced. We could go on and on. The, the patchwork of cases is very broad, but I want to close some of the, the fraud discussion by returning to this bizarre Joe Biden statement on Pod Save America just a few weeks ago. He said, without correction or clarification, that Democrats have built the most extensive voter fraud organization in the history of American politics. Here's Joe Biden just a few weeks ago. We have put together... And you guys did, did it for our administration, the President Obama's administration before this. We have put together, I think, the most extensive and inclusive voter fraud organization in the history of American politics. If enough people vote, it's going to overwhelm the system. You see what's happening now. You guys know it as well as I do. You see the long, long lines. Okay. And of course, we're just supposed to dismiss that as another old man misspeak. They say the, the fact checks say, listen to it in context. Oh, listen to it in context. That's not what he was saying. I did. I went back and listened to it in context. The host, the question that the hosts ask him is about getting out the vote. It's not preventing voter fraud. That's not the context. And Biden is very old. I get it. But he's speaking very slowly during this segment and he's thinking about every word that he's saying and he's choosing each word deliberately and he never corrected the record after the fact and the host didn't correct him either. 
And if it is just a mistake, which don't get me wrong, I, I know that I'm I'm massaging the tinfoil a little bit here. But if it is just a mistake, what did Biden mean when he said, if enough people vote, it will overwhelm the system? And it sounds like loose advocacy to me. Uh, I don't know. This is old man nonsense. I think mm. that he was trying to say like, so many people are voting that we had to prepare by creating this massive network so that we can avo- avoid voter fraud. Maybe it's certainly possible. I don't think that don't... this was a slip. I think that he's just like, like barely can, can speak because he has dementia and he's like 95. There you go. Affording good faith. <laughs> oh, I mean, no. there's plenty of malice in him, but mostly he's a prop of the Democrats. So they can get Kamala Harrison. I mean, obviously, uh, I think old man brain is a perfectly plausible explanation here. I'm not saying this is proof of anything. I just think that you should consider this as part of the context of what's going on here. And if it's plausible to assume old man brain mistake, why not accidental old man brain honesty? Why not accidental saying yeah. the, the quiet part out loud? It is Maybe. what they actually did. But don't you think if they were doing that, they'd be like, let's not tell old Joe. Uh, because, yeah, I suppose. You know, why, why would you let him in on the plan? He's not going to design the software, obviously. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Joe doesn't need to know anything. Yeah, I suppose it's not proof of anything. It's just interesting to think about. Mm. All right. That's where we stand. Obviously, we're going to find out a lot more this week with whatever the Trump team brings to court. And that's really what's going to decide the outcome here. Do they do they bring an A plus case where it matters or do they land with a with nothing? And then we'll we'll see where the election results go after that. And we got plenty more to talk about. We'll move on to the um, Trump accountability project in the next segment. But We probably should take a break. And because I've been losing my voice, I've been chugging water all day. So I have to go unprofessional and take a pee break, which I rarely do. Hold on one second while I reload my page so that I'm not just here by myself running uh, the show. Let me uh, open the uh, treasure chest for our D-Live friends while I wait. Thank you guys for hanging out with us tonight. Okay. All right. I will Uh, be right back. Okay. We'll have a party while you're gone. Just laugh and honk your nose. Finally caught the magic unsubscribe bug I always thought was a myth. Also, Trump will win. The establishment knows it. Calling it for Biden despite pending recounts is an intentional setup for war. I don't know, guys. I think that we just need to um, accept that Biden's, you know, that it doesn't matter if there was voter fraud because they're just going to push this one through anyway. Be heartened. He's not going to get anything done. He's a million years old, million years old. And then the second is Kamala Harris and everybody hates her face. Don't worry. Uh, Steve Green, we're now in a war, a struggle of will. If we allow them to demoralize us now, we cannot hope for future victory. Pressure must be put on GOP to understand that the people are behind Trump. I love you guys. Stay strong. Yeah, but should we be behind Trump? This isn't about Trump. This is about us and our people and how we continue the good things about this country in the midst of a widespread collapse. Like this is so much less about Trump than I thought he was never going to be, be able to bail us out of this situation. Um, thank you, Steve long dong, John Joe Biden wins and takes office after a few weeks. A major gaffe causes an embarrassing incident. The Dems 25th <laughs> Kamala becomes president. Kamala nom- nominates Hillary Clinton as VP. The Clinton body count count goes up by one. And Oh, uh, that's a crazy take. Oh, my God. That hurt my brain. Um, Jeffrey O'Neill, Radio Free Melbourne. Your government gives you the right to travel any distance from home. 20 people at gyms, funerals, cinemas, two adult visitors a day can visit you at home. 
staying apart keeps us together. Ugh. Wow. How kind of them. No, thank you for giving Jeez, us these rights. Yeah. Uh, Seth Creamer says, can't stay up to see you live, but looking forward to it. Also, Matt and I made love once. This story would be better, but I skipped gay creative writing to smoke behind the gym like the cool kids. <laughs> Uh, something kind of other. Thank the you. biggest upset for me is facing the fact that I was just as wrong as a CNN poll. No matter how you slice it, Biden got about half the votes. There was no silent majority. It either doesn't exist or doesn't matter. Yeah, we were way wrong. I don't know you that were I were closer. To, I don't to know that I agree we, necessarily. Here's what I would say. Like, okay, assume that fraud to the extent it exists is a small slice of what happened. And I think that's a fair assessment. And assume that you're looking at roughly an, an equally divided country in terms of people who voted for Biden and voted for Trump, which is also what you're looking at. What is the motive behind those votes? I think for me, if there's something that I underestimated, it's the scale of Trump hatred, which is, it seems silly to underestimate such a thing. But when you look at how, as I was talking about in the last video, it seems bizarre that Biden could win with the most votes ever in the history of the country but not carry a congressional, not carry a significant congressional wins with him or a Senate majority. Why is that? Well, you could theorize about fraud, but if you're not theorizing about that, the simple explanation is people hate Trump just that much that they, they are willing to go in. It's not that they hate Republicans. They actually like conservative ideas. They just can't vote for Trump. So they go in and vote for conservative legislators and they check not Trump on the presidential oval. And, that's I'm sure there's plenty of that. I'm sure that, that that's a lot of what we yeah, saw. Yeah, definitely. But also fraud, like tons of it. Um, and, you know, we get the country we deserve. If we have a country where you can fix the elections and people vote simply because they hate a candidate so much, then like. Aren't, aren't the chickens kind of coming home to roost on this one? We're uh, not yeah, a serious country. I mean, we aren't. <laughs> this is a joke. Political hate will only get you so far. Like you can only vote contrarian for so long, you have to actually have an affirmative philosophy at some point. So now that you, now that let's say Democrats win the presidency on the philosophy of Trump hate. Okay. But now you have to show us what you can do. So now that Trump's gone, oh, yeah. if that's what happens, show us what you yeah. can do. And my suspicion is it's going to be nothing. It's going to be jack shit for four years. And that's okay. In the context of the federal government doing jack shit for four years is actually a win relative to how bad it can get this is going to backfire massively. I mean, I don't want to be that silver, silver lining person because I think that's really annoying, but people are clearly going to lose faith. They, they, they have lost faith in the establishment. Like imagine being in 2020 after this election and still having any kind of faith in American institutions. That's hilarious to me. Like what kind of idiot boomer take is that to be like, well, the voting process, blah, fucking blah. No, none of this matters. Voting doesn't matter. We're not going to be able to change anything through voting or through any legal avenues. Like it's time to think outside the box here. No violence though. <laughs> think Build defensively, Susan. Think defensively. Obviously. Bill no, I mean, Saggins. I, I mean, oh, I would say that I, I, I have more faith in the institutions and certainly the philosophy that is the basis for them. I think than you do I think that's fair, right? A fair oh, yeah. statement. <laughs> I, have, I have no faith in either of those things, but uh, this is, this is what frustrates me. You don't have to sit here and say, Oh yeah, Trump's going to win hundred percent. But everybody's acting like what we just saw is normal. That is to say, if you support Biden, you wanted him to win. That's fine. You're entitled to that. But can we agree that what we just saw is very abnormal? That doesn't mean illegitimate. 
doesn't mean that it's wrong necessarily. It just means there's a lot of weird shit that went down. Let's try to understand what happened and make sure that it was all square. Totally fair. Well, what about them but, readying the population for the vote to take three weeks to come in for us to not know for several weeks who the president of the United States is that that's also not normal. Yeah. You always know the night it happens. And you these always people know. telling me it's fine. It's normal. And you know, you just need to accept the results and move on. Yeah, I will. I, I will. Once the legal options are exhausted, but for those people who supported Biden and think this is obviously normal, can you tell me with a straight face that if it happened in the reverse and it looked like Biden was crushing on election night and then the lead trickled away in the exact quantities that were needed exactly where it was needed over the course of three or four days, giving your guy, giving your, the opposition the slimmest of possible margins right in the right spots to win that you wouldn't have any questions about that. Can you, oh, I know. Can you say Come that on. with a straight face? Really? Even though he won fair and square in 2016 and they were like, ooh, Russia, Russia, whatever. Yeah. What happened is they were they were lying in wait because they didn't want to overdo the fraud. They wanted to use just enough fraud, just a well, t- cynically. T- little bit. And again, I have to qualify so much. People love to take stuff out of context. Cynically, if I wanted to believe that this was all, if I wanted to, Susan, if I wanted to believe this was all a scheme, think of the scheme. All right, stir up fear so that people are terrified. Coronavirus does that for you. Sell them mail-in voting as the only possible solution. All right, sold. Then, because it's mail, you certainly have to protect people's ability to mail it up until Election Day, which does what? Buys you two, three, four days of extra time after Election Day. What does that mean? Election Day is a benchmark for you. It tells you how many votes do you need. Then all you do is you come in with your dump truck to backfill the amount of votes needed to close the gap but not exceed voter registration so it looks all square. There's no real way to vet that. It's totally. And in the states, the states that they held on to, it's like... You can count all of the votes in New York in like three hours, but in Georgia, they're going to be 99% counted for like four days. Yeah. Like they, they were just like yeah. waiting. They were not going to flip Georgia and North Carolina until they knew that they weren't going to have to have either one in play. And then they realized they were going to need Georgia. It's like, it's so transparent what they did here. And everyone's like, Ooh, I actually need like more proof of fraud. It's like, are you retarded? Look well, at you- what they obviously did. You do to overturn an election. You you We're have not to overturn this though. It's not going to happen. Yeah, uh, um, th- I think that's this was to be a, as fair a great super chat break. Where yeah. we just talk to each other. <laughs> anyway, thank you. Uh, let's just do a few more right now. Uh, Bilbo Saggins, uh, Saggins, Bilbo <laughs> Saggins. Now, okay. uh, so what is everyone everyone's thoughts on the four hundred fifty thousand ballots found in pen that only have Biden marked, no other marks on them for any other candidates for any other office? Four hundred fifty. I I hadn't heard that. I. I if you have a link that shows that, let me know because I went through the pre- I went through the split ballots data because I was very interested in that, and it didn't show those numbers. So if you have those numbers, definitely send them my way. I want to see them. These people, I know that people people in the live chat seem mad at the levity we're bringing to the situation. I mean, you got it. You guys have to admit that it's this is a hollow victory for them, and it's kind of funny. And Biden, sure. you know, is coronavirus just going to go away now? Because everything's going to get blamed on Biden. I, I can't wait to treat this old demented piece of shit like they treated Trump. That will Remember be like fun. six months ago, I'm like, oh, it's sad because he's so old. And then now I'm like, I will bury you. We've, we've had so many discussions on this show about whether you should stick to principle and take the high road or go all the way down to the deepest depths of their worst behavior. We're going to watch that play out. 
Yeah. Oh, I will be disgusting. I don't care. <laughs> I don't care anymore. Grim turd. Um, have yeah. some ducats for cyberpunk next month. If by some strange twist, Trump wins his recounts, I think the rioting would be far worse. And if he won an election night, stay safe. That is also true. If they manage to pull this one out, if we're able to pull it out, like I, I cannot uh, that, fathom how that's going to be an actual civil be. war. Trump wins in court yeah. and stays in the get ready for an actual civil war. Oh, yeah. That's a scary scenario. Uh, last one for right now, Thorin Parps. If the establishment was trying to give all the common folk on the right and Antifa a common cause and bring it all down, this would probably be what does it. I don't know about that, though, because if you look at how the right is acting, I'm not seeing lots of like take to the street. It's mostly like, oh, well, I guess we're just going to have to tolerate this for the next four years and I'll I'll just keep working and keep raising my family and everything's fine. Whereas on the right, like no or on the left, nobody has a job right. or whatever. They have nothing but politics. I don't want to become. Yeah. Them. Yeah, same thing. Um, yeah. Okay, we'll circle back. Just a couple over on Streamlabs. Cameron says, interesting how all the stocks of the major weapons manufacturers spiked when it looked like Biden would win. Still think another false flag will drag us in, drag us into a war, but that won't be difficult with the report that the that Cheney will lead U.S. foreign policy. No way for for Biden. Is that? I haven't seen that, but I haven't seen the, the stocks either. So maybe. Uh, Cameron says, funny how the president of Mexico won't congratulate Biden until the results are official. Well, uh, Netanyahu has already congratulated him. Do, 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 do. But it doesn't matter. Uh, Jewish newspapers don't care who wins because the- <laughs> that's Susan Bate, man. Say Come on. It, that's, that's Susan Bate. You're going to you're gonna, you're I gonna did see killed. in the live chat that Trump has unfollowed Netanyahu on Twitter. Is I this true? That. Or, I, is people that true? Were talking about it. People were, I didn't vet it, but I saw people claiming that. Uh, over on D live chubby stubby says the postal worker, the postal worker is now a whistleblower. He needs to be hidden and all claims are 100% valid. Yes, they're all true. And, uh, of course you can't say his name on YouTube. If you say, what's his name, Richard something. If you say his name on YouTube, Susan should ban you. Buddy says, Hey, and uh, one for the pisser. Well, thank you. Thank you for supporting <laughs> my, uh, hydration. Appreciate it. I think we're good. Let me refresh uh, Streamlabs. Maybe we got time for just one or two more. Uh, oh, we have a whole bunch over on Streamlabs, but we won't get, be able to get through them all right now. But I can get through a couple. I lost my place. Here we go. Sid says, uh, all I want for Christmas is right wing death, <laughs> death squads. Well, perhaps you get your wish, but they will be disavowed by me. The Emperor's Hammer says, my armor is contempt. My shield is disgust. My sword is hatred. In the Emperor's name, <laughs> let none survive. Defensively, Susan. Crypto Crook says, Matt and Blonde, thank you so much for the Sanity Safe Space. It's crucial. It's crucially important to have it these days. Special thanks to you, Matt. Uh, the ending of your video was spot on. I hugged my wife and kids and once again realized how meaningful my life is. He also says, uh, also in light of the increased censorship on Facebook and Twitter, I'd like to remind the audience about Telegram. It's a messaging chat and blog platform that is free of censorship. Russian government has tried to ban it, but it miserably failed. Check it out. Perhaps I will. And thank you, uh, Crypto. I, I appreciate the kind words and I appreciate you tuning in. And yeah, uh, it, it's, I hope we all maintain a commitment to what it's, what's important, like we just discussed, but it's my personal commitment too. I refuse to be doom and gloom and to allow my life to be ruined by politics when I and we have so much, so many better things to pursue. Build a family, build a better version of yourself. Find that purpose and pursue it. Don't let political misery leave you on the couch stewing for days or something like that. Yeah. But I also am sympathetic to that because they're making a shittier world for our kids. 
They are. And but then that's the point. We should continue to fight them. Obviously. I'm not saying lay down and accept all of this. I'm saying have the fight where you, you have to have it. But at some point you have to change what is what's possible for you to change, which is the world most local to you, which includes your family, your community, your neighborhoods. It's great. If we want to go change the federal government might be easier if we change every locality first. No, that's true. And, and the important, uh, you know, the most important way we do that is to shame leftists out of our communities. <laughs> Listen, yeah. like, like I didn't get virtually kicked out of Seattle because I was constantly scared. I was going to get stabbed or something like we need to make them, afraid in conservative communities we're too welcoming it's like mm. we should be vetting people before they move to north idaho and stuff have our own border checkpoint once north idaho falls i know there's no safe space left truly oh god <laughs> okay well speaking this is a great transition let's move into um some of the news here some more of the news because i love this all the unity talk oh let's come together this is our great moment to be together as americans except for aoc and the rest suggesting trump's sycophants should be held accountable in the future through the trump accountability project what are we talking yeah, about the gulags they're 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 readying the gulags so uh aoc suggested suggested that she she straight up said on friday that trump's sycophants should be held accountable for their complicity in the future and uh, so other high profile social media users like responded to her. And apparently there's this Trump accountability project that, quote, will make sure that anyone who took a paycheck to help Trump undermine America is held responsible for what they did. You know, that's extended to Trump voters and Trump donors. And anybody that said anything positive to about Trump in their personal text message history or Google search. Um, so the Trump accountability project website says, we must never forget those who furthered the Trump agenda. We should welcome in our uh, we should welcome in our fellow Americans with whom we differ politically. But those who took a paycheck from Trump um, should not profit from their efforts to tear our democracy apart. The world should not forget those who, when faced with the decision, chose to put their money, their time and their reputations behind separating children from their families, encouraging racism and anti-Semitism and negligently causing the unnecessary lo loss of life and economic devastation from our country's failed response to COVID-19. Seriously. I, I love how they draw this line like that line is ever going to be honored. Oh, if you took, it's just if you took a paycheck from Trump, then we're going to come and get you. Well, what if I gave some of my paycheck to Trump? You're going to give me a pass on that one? What's the moral distinction? What if I didn't have any money to give, but I believe in his agenda, so I voted for it? What if I voted specifically because I want to separate children at the border? What if that was the one issue that I voted? Do I not have the right to do that? And you're going to come and get me if I don't. They always try to they always put up these fake, phony lines like this. Like, don't worry, we're just going to get the worst of the worst people. First off, those people did yeah, nothing no, wrong. But what are they going to do to us that they haven't already? They've totally shot their wad with this cancel culture stuff. What are they going to double cancel me? Oh, no, I'm so scared. Please well, come and cancel the, the, me for the fifth time. Seriously speaking, this is the stuff that I fear the most. I don't fear a Joe Biden presidency because he's going to be neutered on arrival. There's nothing he's going to get done. He's just going to sit there and be an old man who's a puppet for some other people. But he's not going to get through Congress. The courts are going to be a, a check on him. I'm not worried about that. And yeah, I, I know that it's difficult to cancel people like us. But a lot of people are in a in a job that is averse to controversy. 
And the, the second they get a whiff that one of their employees is a evil Trump supporter who supports separating children at the border, people get fired for that kind of stuff. People's lives yeah, get meaningfully Yeah, enjoy having changed. a leftist-run company. You know, I'm, they're, they're clearly way more competent than people on the right. Uh, and then there are industries that are so right-wing um, you know, rural America's doesn't, don't they source like 80% of the country's food? They can't do this. We will starve out the cities. I swear to God, we'll do it. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I have no doubt that it won't be a winning. I, I I'm sure it won't be a winning strategy for them. I just worry they can do a lot of damage with this sort of stuff in the meantime, more damage than I think Joe Biden can do with an executive action pen or something like that. This is just mechanized cancel culture, though. It's the same thing. Yeah. Well, it's it's un-American stuff. And if Joe Biden wanted to convince me about his unity philosophy, which, okay, prove it to me, dude. Prove it to me that you're all about not demonizing those with whom you disagree. You can start by calling out this crap, which is 100% demonizing people with whom you disagree and trying to ruin their lives. Convince me by saying this is crap and we're not going to do it. I don't want to be convinced. No, I can't unify with people. They've now shown me their underbelly. I, I don't want to be in any kind of coalition with these treasonous fucks ever, ever again. I don't even want to share a country with them. Um, no, fine. You, you want to do this, AOC? To. No, come at me. Come at me. I swear to God, come <laughs> at me. Do it. The, uh, the, the record stream, the record stream for numbers will be the blonde AOC knife fight live on YouTube if Susan will allow it. We'll see. I will shank a bitch. <laughs> I'll do it. <laughs> It'd be so feeble. Gosh, that would be the feeblest fight ever. Well, I wanted to uh, I wanted to talk a little bit. We got into it in the super chat a little bit, but there were a lot of inconvenient results for Democrats. Yeah. As I mentioned, they'll lose the Senate unless they have more miracles up their sleeves. Uh, Georgia has, will have a couple runoff elections that you got. I think it's safe to assume those go to Republicans. They have more votes for Senate Republicans in Georgia than Trump does. Again, presumably because of the Trump hate vote, whatever. North Carolina looks safe for Tom Tillis. Alaska's race is still yet to be called, but that looks safe for the Republican. You're looking at a 51-49, 52-48 majority, something like that. Democrats will lose seats in the House. Nancy Pelosi will maintain a majority, but they will lose seats in the House. That's a big disappointment. They lost the governor's office here in Montana. That was the only governor's office to change. They uh, only flipped one state legislature, did the Democrats. That was Arizona, but they lost New Hampshire. There was no blue wave. In fact, they lost power in a lot of ways. So don't let a a Trump, a prospective Trump loss imply a big Democrat win that people are buying into their worldview. They just hate Trump if you take these results honestly, or if you take them as uh, an honest presentation. I mean, what was this from? Was it was it split ticket voting? I don't I, I went through all the states to see if there was particularly high split ticket voting in battleground states that really mattered. I didn't see that one thing. One piece of the analysis I didn't have time to do, which would be good to do, is go back and look at split ticket voting historically. Did it really stand out in this election or was it about normal? I don't know the answer to that question, but you could find it. Anyway, people are not widely endorsing the Democratic Party. Not only that, but a lot of Democratic narratives were undermined. So interesting uh, information about who voted for whom, because um, Democrats, frankly, are losing influence with their minority pets. Democrats, uh, Democrat voters became more white and more male this year compared to 2016. Meanwhile, black voters, Hispanic voters, Asian and non-white voters in general voted more Republican in 2020 than in 2016. Democrats are still going to try to sell you the diversity lines. Uh, but it's not it's not trending the right way with minority voter, voters. They're losing minority voters, not gaining them. And a key demographic that they're losing 
by some measures is working class people. And Democrats who point that out get ripped. So first was Andrew Yang speaking on CNN about why Democrats got wrecked in Congress. And he said that in his experience, when he was campaigning for president, he would tell working class people uh, that he was a Democrat and they would uh, they would frown upon that. And he says a lot of working class people view the Democratic Party as uh, a coast, a party of coastal elites who just want to police you culturally. Here was Andrew Yang. Truck driver, retail worker, uh, waitress in a diner, and they would say, what party? And I say Democrat, and they would flinch. And there's something deeply wrong when working class Americans have that response to a major party that theoretically is supposed to be fighting for them. And in their minds, the Democratic Party, unfortunately, has taken on this role of the coastal urban elites who are more concerned about policing various cultural issues than improving their way of life that has been declining for years. I don't agree with Andrew Yang on a lot in matters of policy, but I think he's 100 percent correct about the perception of the Democratic Party in that regard. You guys are talking about, you know, who gets to pee in what bathroom and all this nonsense instead of talking about how regular working Americans improve their lives. And then you're Mm -hmm. surprised when regular people aren't as hot on you. Yeah. So for saying things that are 100 percent correct, certain members of the party or certain members of the establishment jump down his throat, uh, namely the Washington Post will not tolerate being called coastal elites because there's nothing coastal or elitist about the Washington post. His headline, what Andrew Yang misunderstands about working class voters of the democratic party by Eugene Scott. And he writes a lengthy op-ed or analysis in which he emphasizes that uh, the democratic party overall did go working class or uh, overall does well with working class, non-educated voters. In fact, Uh, They won those voters making less than $50,000, just like Hillary Clinton did in 2016 and Barack Obama did in 2012 and 2008. That's true. They did win those voters. The question is, where is the trend? And that's what Andrew Yang is talking about. What way is is the trend pushing? The reality is you're losing these people. You're not gaining them. So the question is why? But by all means, I encourage you to continue putting your head in the sand and acting like the trend is not going against you. Until you wake up and you lose next time because you barely won this time. And And it's rich with irony. Like, tell me more, Washington Post. What a publication owned by a man who's worth like $200 billion (laughs) knows about the working class. Really, who could be more disconnected from the working class than Jeff Bezos? Former Senator Claire McCaskill said something similar on MSNBC. So she really stepped in it with certain forces in the Democratic Party. She described how focusing on fringe issues like, quote unquote, transsexuals, as she called them, is uh, costing Democrats the votes of regular working people. Whether you're talking guns or issues surrounding the right to abortion in this country or things like gay marriage and the right for transsexuals and and other people who we as a party have tried to quote unquote look after and make sure that they're treated fairly. As we you know, circled those issues, we left some voters behind and Republicans dove in with a vengeance and grabbed those voters. And you've seen this shift Hey, again, correct analysis. Those sort of that kind of issue does not resonate with with normal working class people. They don't care about who gets to pee where and making sure that boys race girls in high school sporting events. They care about their lives getting better and, and providing for their families. 
But Claire McCaskill had to apologize for using the hurtful term transsexual. That was oh, controversy God. one. And controversy two is that she's supposedly wrong in her political analysis. AOC says, why should we listen to people who lost elections if they're experts in winning elections? McCaskill tried her approach. She ran as a caravan hysteria dem and lost while grassroots organizers won progressive measures in Missouri. Her language shows how she took her base for granted. Now, I'm not, I'm not a Claire McCaskill fan. I think that she sucks. Don't get me wrong, obviously. But I think Claire McCaskill has some expertise in what losing in Missouri as a Democrat looks like. And that yeah. is because the, dem- the, the mainstream, the, the bulk of the Democrat Party is so out of touch with Heartland America that the Democrat Party is tough to sell in Missouri now. But by all means, I would love there's only so many New Yorks and Californias for AOC to run. I want to see AOC run for statewide office in Missouri on the AOC platform and tell me you do better than Claire McCaskill against Josh Howley. I would love to see it. Show me how it's done. It's not going to happen. I don't like the self-awareness, though. That's what makes me nervous. From whom? Claire McCaskill and Andrew Yang? Yeah, uh, yeah. I want them the, to continue to to not realize that they don't identify with the working class. That yeah. then they can just run their party into the ground. As, as soon as they get hip to this, then we're going to be in some deep shit. It's fascinating that there's so many forces in the party pushing back on those ideas because the trends are right there. Again, it's not necessarily true with with white voters because even non college educated white voters and and uh, low income white voters trended. More Democrat, but if you're talking non-college educated minority voters or even college educated minority voters, I think anyway, their pets, their supposed economic powerhouse of working class people, the traditional Democrat base is breaking away from them and they're spending all this time convincing themselves that's not happening. Yeah. So by all means continue. But yeah, I guess you do have to watch out for Yang and McCaskill. Hope they don't convince anybody. I know. I'm like, like, shut up, guys. Like, geez. <laughs> Yang um, gets it. I don't like Yang's policies, but Yang does get it. And I understand his appeal. I don't like his plans, but I kind of like the guy, if that yeah. makes sense. Yeah, that's true. Um, didn't we get, didn't conservatives get like 51% of the, of the um, Hispanic male vote? I don't know. I don't have the data in front of me, but it's, it's possible. I know there were certain localities where the Hispanic vote broke decisively for Trump. Yeah. which is an interesting trend. Okay, well, let's talk a Portland update real quick. As I mentioned at the top of the show, the, the, the rioters and the looters were all very confused for days, but Portland is never confused. They riot, they loot, no matter what. And funny, you know, it's funny, the election happens and a lot of things change. You don't need a mask anymore. Coronavirus is over. Suddenly, when the election happens, the uh, governor of Oregon starts calling in the National Guard to Oregon Portland specifically riots uh, because I guess uh, now things have changed. Riders were chanting no cops, no prisons, total abolition. They were smashing windows at a local business. There were some 300 anti-capitalist and anarchist demonstrators who were marching and damaging property in Portland. And the Oregon governor called in the National Guard to put a stop to it, which is funny because I thought that all the violence was the fault of Trump's feds and unmasked or unmarked police arresting people at random and all that. It was just federal terrorists. What, what or whom the Oregon national guard fighting on the Portland streets. If it's not federal terrorists, Miss Kate Brown, the governor of Oregon. And why was it literally the day after the election, November 4th, Wednesday, 
that the Oregon National Guard was finally called in to police the streets of Portland. Very funny that. But the uh, the the night before, which was election night, I love this clip. Demonstrators were making noise throughout residential neighborhoods in the city. And one man came out pleading for peace and quiet, saying, hey, guys, I'm on your team. Look, there's my Biden sign over there. I'm on your team. Please be kind to us. Be quiet. We're trying to have a peaceful night. And shockingly, the mob turned on this man saying nobody cares about his white ass opinion and saying him asking for peace is white supremacy. Check this one out. I can't well, that's what it. you get for being a white Biden supporter. So what, good job, you moron. Uh, you're the telling me the mob gets what he deserves. The mob was not appeased by his Biden vote and his Biden oh, sign. Ew, I'm on your side. What a <sighs> pussy. Uh, that's hilarious. what he gets. I, I mean, I hope that that every white Biden voter gets run down by a minority mob. You all deserve it. <laughs> well, uh, speaking of uh, who's going to well, speaking of Portland, who's going to run it anyway uh, for weeks. This woman named um, Sarah, I don't know how to pronounce her last name, Sarah Ayana, Ayana Roan, Ayana Roney, whatever. Sarah, the prospective Ayana mayor. Ayana We'll go with that. She was uh, an, Antifa, an Antifa sympathizer and declared, I am Antifa on Twitter. She was actually polling ahead of Ted Wheeler in the race for Portland mayor. Portland looked at all the destruction of their city and it looked like, according to the polling, they were contemplating... Not they were contemplating getting rid of the guy who's too soft on Antifa for the lady who says, no, I legit am in Antifa. That's the way it looked like it was going to go in Portland. More Antifa, not less. Well, somehow the sensible option prevailed and Ted Wheeler is your reelected mayor of Portland. Imagine that's the sensible choice on your ballot is Ted Wheeler. So Ted Wheeler has been reelected. Sarah, what's her face conceded officially on Wednesday. So You can vote for all the progressives in the world in Portland. Did it change a damn thing? You got your guy elected, by the way, by the looks of it. He's been declared by CNN to be the president-elect. Why are you still harassing people in Portland? Is it because these people can't be appeased? Is it because they they will not respond to anything other than forcible stoppage? Which I advocate only because they're violating other people's rights, obviously. No, if we just appease them, they'll, uh, they'll go about their ways. No, these people have nothing. Again, when you have nothing in your life but politics, this is what you do. You wake up neighborhoods and you yell at them and you're an insufferable, miserable person because you have nothing to show for yourself. You've built nothing with your life. You have nothing to go home to other than bitch at other people and try to take from them. That's what Portland is and it's what it will remain until they stop these people from doing what they're doing. Yeah, but we have to save voodoo donuts. It's been a long time since I've been 10 years. I wonder if it's still there. I don't know. The last one I had, if people aren't familiar, it's a really weird donut shop in Portland with all kinds of crazy, creative flavors. The last one I had was called Acid Rain, and it had sour Skittles on it. Oh, that's weird. Yeah, it was a cool one. 
There's one with Fruit Loops on it. That's really good. Bacon is a popular one. Maple bacon stuff. Oh, I wanted to tell you, my husband drove through Chaz today um, really? on his way home. And like my old bar studio and everything is just boarded up. And apparently everybody's put cardboard in their windows so that people can't see the merchandise in their windows. Oh, even if it's and open, they don't want people even to if window it's open. shop. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Oh my so my ramen place boarded up Dambo ramen on Pike street, the best ramen I've ever had boarded up pure bar next door, boarded up. Like this is so crazy. He said people were just kind of like going like, secretly going in and out. Uh, they, the businesses weren't closed. They were just boarded. Up. <laughs> Regular business has to be done under the table. Now that's the society they've created. Yeah. Incredible. Yeah. Someone tweeted, oh, I wish I could credit the person, tweeted a really good thought. What It was something like, imagine thinking you've defeated fascism as you drive by all the businesses in your neighborhood boarded up in case you lose. It was, it was <laughs> yeah, more really. concise than that, but that was the idea. That is the, that is the world in a lot of these places, Portland, Seattle, DC, elsewhere. Oh, um, God, all right. Thank God I got out of Seattle. I was going to get murdered. Probably. I, yeah. Probably Can you imagine if I now. were pregnant there? There would have been a bounty. Yeah, they would have came and got you. Well, before we get out of here, just a couple more things I want to talk about. Uh, Some coronavirus propaganda out of Canada, and we'll get to hoax hate in just a minute. But um, I want to highlight this, uh, this, this video, these video pieces in Manitoba. A listener sent them to me. Uh, These are videos from the premier of Manitoba, Brian Pallister. He played them at a press conference this week. Get a load of this. Get a load of this Corona fear porn. I didn't even really think about it. I met my boys for a drink. I want to feel like things were normal again. It wasn't a big deal. And I went to work as usual. I even helped out my grandma at her new place. Went to the store. You know, just the everyday stuff. Then I got COVID. At least I'm healthy. I recovered quickly, but some people don't recover. I was feeling really isolated and lonely. So I had some friends over. It was just for a couple of hours. It wasn't a big deal. I hadn't seen my parents in weeks. They were so happy to see me, but then I got COVID. Luckily, I was healthy. Took a while, but I recovered. It doesn't work that way for everybody. Didn't expect it to be a comedy piece. All right. Did you see in the beginning the um, the uh, sign language guy? I don't want to do the gesture, but it did look like he was jerking off two dicks. Uh, where? Do you remember the part? I could try to find. I don't know. It, it was like fourteen seconds. See, I'm not going to do it. At least I'm healthy. Fourteen seconds. Let me see if I can find the spot real quick. Uh, I don't know. I, I don't see it. I don't. I don't want to come. There, was you, wait, you saw it. Well, he, I, I, yeah, it's. Let, yeah. Let's let's all right. I'll listen, I'll play it once more just to see if we can get it for the audience. Yeah, everyday this? stuff. Oh, then I got COVID. At least I'm healthy. Ah, whatever. Link, link it in the description. You can find it for yourself. I I don't think these people are serious. Like the the sign language. How many people? How many of these people actually know ASL? That looks all totally made up. <laughs> it probably is. It it honestly probably is. Now, if you're wondering, Manitoba, the Canadian province has a whopping 106 deaths due to coronavirus, most likely deaths with coronavirus as opposed to deaths from coronavirus out of a population of 
when I looked, 1.4 million, which sounded high. People might want to fact check that on me. Is there, are there 1.4 million people who live in Manitoba? Could be. If that's true, that's a rate of seven deaths per 100,000 population. That is minuscule. That is tiny. But beyond the data, just to the points, put the data aside. These people, in many of these instances, aren't even being reckless. This guy's saying, I didn't, I didn't do anything. I went to work. I went to the store. I talked to my grandma. Okay, maybe yeah. the grandma's a debatable point, but what the hell are you supposed to do? Not go to the store? Not go to work? The, the woman says, well, I was very lonely, so I went to meet with my parents. Well, fuck you, bitch. You're going to be lonely and depressed. Yeah. And you're going to you're going to kill yourself in your apartment because of coronavirus. That's what you're going to do. What's irresponsible about having difficulty, mental difficulty with a difficult time and seeking comfort with your family? I'm supposed to say that lady was irresponsible because of what she did. And if the government of Manitoba stands by that reasoning, I'm calling their bluff. Prosecute them. If you think that they're directly responsible for killing people in Manitoba, prosecute them prosecute people who aren't wearing masks prosecute people who see their parents on the weekends for dinner because they're committing some form of homicide bring charges against them or shut the hell up and and by the way i want to see the counterpiece too where uh all, all sorts of people are dying by suicide and drug overdoses because of the hardship that the government of manitoba imposed upon them yeah, really. Where's that? Piece? Where's the counter propaganda where it's like, I couldn't get to my NN meeting an NA meeting or my AA meeting. So yeah. I drank myself to death. What about Redi- that? Absolutely ridiculous. You, these guys killed people, but we're going to let them walk free. Why? Why? Sort of, I had uh, two friends over and then I killed my grandma. Like, <laughs> there's no way this is not, this is not going to work anymore. And in a Biden presidency, he's got to see that, that this is going to come back on him. But I'll tell you what's going to happen right now is there's going to be a vaccine that's going to be mandatory and it's totally not going to work, but coronavirus is just going to dis- disappear. And then everybody's going to lick Biden's butthole for being the person well, that cured coronavirus. I've heard some people talk about this and the timing probably will line up that way. That is to say the natural course of the virus probably will be something that aligns with the Biden presidency. It'll into the spring. Of course it will. Into the spring, it will naturally decline. And then the, it will be claimed, even though we'll be able to watch the same patterns everywhere, it will be claimed that Biden is the one who solved it. And plenty of people will credit him for it as though he had a switch to flip. Yeah, well, you try to inject me with that vaccine. There's a hill I'll die on. Yeah. Well, before we get out of here, I have a case of hoax hate. I think we agree that it's not that the event is a hoax, but the hate. It's the hate. Yeah. The hate is not even real. Anyway. And now the nobody saw it happen, but it's totally a product of Trump's America hoax hate crime of the week. Ah, shit, it's backwards. You think they'll notice? In Gross Point, Michigan, this is outside of Detroit, residents of that neighborhood or this particular neighborhood with Black Lives Matter signs outside their homes were shocked to receive a letter in their mailboxes that is critical of their Black Lives Matter signs. Some folks in the Gross Points area are outraged after receiving an anonymous letter they say is harassing. And it's all because of their Black Lives Matter sign. 
It's extremely weird. It, it kind of freaks me out. The anonymous writer expressed their opinions about the Black Lives Matter movement, calling it hateful, violent, and they included websites that support their opinion. Believing in false media. The letter goes on to say there isn't systemic racism in America and that the resident should remove the sign. Signed, a concerned neighbor. Turns out many folks in the area with a sign like this received the same letter. We believe in the Black Lives Matter movement. We believe in equality for Ugh. all people. Sending a letter in this regard feels like an intimidation tactic. He believes the writer <laughs> a is a judgmental God. racist trying to intimidate people. All of the folks we spoke with did not file a police report, but some said they did make a complaint to the U.S. Postal Service since <laughs> the letter was mailed. Why? Why would you make it? What are what is the postal service? What do you want the postal service to do here? Do you want them to open your mail and see if you're going to get offended and then decide whether or not you get your mail? Why even bother doing that? That's a lot so of, retarded. A lot of the, uh, the bills I receive offend me. Do I get out of them because of that? I don't know. Dude, uh, what's with this guy? This Nathan Foon, Foondling or what? Like bitch tits over here. How do you become a man like that? That's the like, guy who ooh, originally posted is- the letter. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's how do I, you know, I, I feel like uh, like this is racist, like, you know, what about love or whatever he said? It's- <laughs> well, if it sounds like a weird stretch to call this letter a threat or harassment, you'll notice they didn't quote much in the letter. Did they quote language that said, like, uh, I don't know, uh, fuck you, N word or something like that? No, I'm going to come lynch you uh, at night. They didn't say anything like that. Why? Because. The letter doesn't say anything like that. It's that. The letter's actually very kind and weirdly academic. So we couldn't find a full copy of the letter. We searched Facebook and we searched news coverage. Nobody was posting a full image of the letter. All you get is cropped images in the video itself, but we were able to piece together some of the letter from the screenshots. So we got a few... You want to do paragraph yeah, by paragraph? Let's just go paragraph by paragraph. The letter starts, I am writing you as a concerned neighbor of our beautiful community. I have come to realize that many of us do not fully understand the Black Lives Matter organization or what it stands for. Like you and 99% of Americans, I agree that Black Lives Matter certainly, uh, or that Black Lives certainly matter, as do the lives of all Americans. I see you have a Black Lives Matter sign in your yard, and the question is, what exactly is the Black Lives Matter organization, and what are they trying to achieve? My company asked if I wanted to donate to BLM or one of three other organizations and they would match the donation. I decided to research Black Lives Matter to see what I was donating to. After learning about the organization, I was very disappointed, troubled, and concerned. I shared the research with my company and they quickly decided to remove Black Lives Matter from the options for donation. Here are a few concerns I have with the Black Lives Matter agenda. You may also have the same. One, abolish the police and prisons. Two, progressive restructuring of tax codes at the local, state, and federal levels to ensure a radical and unsustainable redistribution of wealth. Three, disrupt the Western nuclear family to, uh, and support each other through villages. Four, the retroactive decriminalization, immediate release, and record expungement of all drug-related offenses and prostitution. Five, reparations for the devastating impact on the quote-unquote war on drugs and criminalization of prostitution. And then there's a link in support of that agenda, linking to the Black Lives Matter organization website. Letter goes on to say the three co-founders of the organization are trained Marxists. Again, link to a YouTube video of them saying that. Yep. The Black Lives Matter financial arm, Thousand Currents, has funded and helped orchestrate much of the violent protests led by Black Lives Matter and Antifa. One of the Thousand Current board members was imprisoned for 15 years for bombing an FBI building in New York, Naval Officers Club in D.C., and the U.S. Capitol in the 70s and 80s. Link in support. 
BLM is personally responsible for much of the violence, destruction, and death of innocent children, bystanders, peaceful protesters, and ex-police, most of whom are black. Over 1,500 police officers have been injured by the violent protests, and over $2 billion worth of property has been damaged. We have been fortunate in the Detroit area that we did not see this type of violence and destruction. The Detroit police chief publicly denounced this type of behavior and made it known to BLM that he thinks they are a Marxist organization and they are not welcome in Detroit. Imagine what our city would look like if our police department did not defend it. And there's a link. I respect and support our first responders in Gross Point. Could you imagine if we didn't have a police force to protect us? Thank you for taking the time to read this. There's a little bit more of the letter that we couldn't uh, we couldn't find, but you get the idea. This is a person who wrote a very respectful and thoughtful letter about why Black Lives Matter is wrong. And then they say, oh, it's it's uh, it's 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 what did the guy say? Something like it's biased media or something like that. He, he dismissed the he says it's, as, it's uh, racism. It's um, like veiled racism or something. You know how I know this is a white person that wrote this though. <laughs> the correct use of whom. Oh, that's, that's a telling sign. But the way the guy described it, you think it was full of daily stormer links. No, it was, it was linked to all sorts of local media accounts of property yeah. damage and destruction. It was links to YouTube videos to watch for yourself. So what is the harassment here? And where is the threat? The false media, false media is what they called it, but it's all verifiable. These are just news stories we cover on the show all the time. Um, and then to the point, like, oh, we're gonna we're gonna report it to uh, the postal service. Um, delivering letters is what the postal service is is designed to do. <laughs> it's, it's, like, it, the only crime that you can allege here is making a well-founded, well-cited, well-considered argument. Jeez. Not to mention that they're right about everything in that. Yeah, I didn't see anything in there that was uh, even... A, uh, there were claims of fact, that's all. Vettable claims of fact. Imagine not being persuaded by that. I, well, and imagine doing a whole virtue signal news piece and... In I mean, a mask. Obviously, obviously, I got to call out the people who did, but I got to call out the news station, too, for just grossly mischaracterizing the letter and not allowing the readers or the viewers to decide for themselves. The letter is clearly not hateful. The letter is clearly not threatening. Yeah. And, and I agree say, that the I'm letter is definitely real. I'm going to burn your house down. Yeah. yeah, it's definitely real. There's no way this is fake. A fake crime would be like, like I'm going to kill you, N-word, or something. Uh, but Nooses no, this, this, dawn, is, yeah. this is the first one that I've read where I am 100% sure that a well-intentioned, peaceful, educated white person did this. It, was, it actually was a MAGA hat guy in a Hawaiian shirt. That's who did it. Yeah, really. We'll find James out. James Alsop did this. I'm I'm sure of it. <laughs> All right. We'll call that a show, but we definitely have chat to catch up with. So um, I'm a little bit behind on D Live. What do we got? Uh, oh, we just got one over on D Live. Chubby Stubby says, not taking chances here in California. <laughs> got my first Glock 17 Mossberg 591 backward, picking up an AR Friday. I'm glad you were able to find one. And congratulations. And uh, enjoy. In California, they'll make you wait 10 days, of course. But eventually, if the world has not ended by then, you will pick up your firearms. Congrats on uh, taking your own self-defense in your own hands. Are you good over there? Yeah. Uh, Charles No says, like last time I said, Tim Pool wants you on a show. He doesn't care what you've said about him. And by you, I assume you mean me because Matt has never said anything bad about him. I've um, not said anything rude about Tim, no. He'll fly you both down to have a discussion. So please think about it. It would be awesome. Um. I have a brand new baby. I can't go anywhere. Speaking, speaking, honestly, travel does become a little bit difficult. I'm not saying never or no or anything like that. And of course, if the invitation stands, I would thank him 
hugely for that. That's that's a big opportunity, and I don't take that lightly. That said, travel is a tough factor, but perhaps perhaps we can figure it out. Yeah, it also require me to put on pants and wear a mask. <laughs> I'm not going to do either of those things. Yeah. Um, Greyhawk and the ang- Gray- Greyhawk the angry says, "Rest in peace, Alex Tre- Alex Trebek." I know, terrible news. I'm so mm. sad. Andrew says, I turned 21 Friday and plan to spend the next four years absolutely trashed. <laughs> Viva La Kekistan, Viva La Mega. Also, Matt, check out Sword International. They make some interesting AR platform rifles. Why? Sure. Why? Why do you don't drink? Don't even drink. under a, even in Biden's America, you probably should stay mostly sober. I get it. Yeah. Alcohol Enjoy really though. creeps happy, up on happy you. Happy birthday and have a good time. A good time safely. Um, yeah, I'm a fa- we're so we're such parents now. What happened? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I guess we're entering that phase. Yamafago, yeah, um, hey guys, just want to say thank you for your help while I was going through hard times. It really meant the world to me since I'm much better off now. I thought I would give a little back. Love you guys and keep up the great work. Uh, you're welcome. I don't know what I did, but I appreciate that. Thank you for supporting the show. It was very much appreciated. Thunderstorm. What if the Federal Reserve interest rate paid a cert- paid to certain families was paid to the federal government instead of us paying income tax? Just a thought. Interest rate paid to certain families was paid to federal government to the federal government instead of us paying income tax. What certain families? I don't know. I guess I guess I don't. I, it might be. I I don't know that I follow exactly what it's getting at, but I will say that uh, whatever we can do to fund the federal government outside of income tax. I am interested in talking about, I think income tax is one of the worst possible ways to fund the federal government. So mm. go it on seem like a trap. Um, Austin Lord says paid off my car last week. So here's a bit of extra cash for you too. It looks like you'll be our sanity safe space for a while to come. I hope so, but I don't know. Maybe your conspiracy theory, safe space. Who knows? We'll be telling you for three yeah. years how Trump really won it. We'll prove it next week, you know, maybe, but congratulations, yeah. man. That's it's always a great feeling in life to pay off a debt. Uh, it's a great feeling of an accomplishment. So uh, enjoy and congrats on that. Kirby D says, Matt, I held my nose and cast a vote for Susan Collins. Gotta save the Republic. Don't Oof. mad at me. Oof. Oof. That's well, rough. I guess w- what would I do in that scenario? On the one hand, I think that she teamed up with Democrat. Like what she did with Amy Coney Barrett, I think is a bunch of bullshit. She effectively yeah, she teamed was right up with on Democrats. Kavanaugh. She was right on Kavanaugh. And is she better than a Democrat? Probably, but barely. Ba- barely. Yeah. I mean, we're talking 5% maybe. So I can understand your reasoning. And she's a woman, so. She's out. It's over. I mean. <laughs> I, I but know. she was running against the chick. So what are you going to do? It was Sarah Ah, oh, that's right. Yeah. Stellar J. Atkins. Trump unfollowed APAC uh, Netanyahu on Twitter. Remember, folks, a loss is only a loss if you accept defeat. <laughs> <laughs> wow, Trump is going scorched earth with the Twitter follows, I see. He should. And, you know, I was thinking about it. He's got how many days left? Twenty. Or, or two Jan. months. Yeah. Two months and how many days? 16 days or something? I don't know. Almost three months, but you're talking November, December, and a few weeks in January. Yeah, he could really do some damage. Okay, he could pardon Assange. He could pardon James Fields, couldn't he? <laughs> Actually, I don't think he can because that's a state conviction. That's not a federal Oh, yeah, but conviction. he could pardon Assange, couldn't he? Yes, but <laughs> pardon James Fields. Like Trump, he, Trump is <laughs> James Fields was the canary in the coal mine. Okay, we abandoned him. If I hear Trump at a podium right say James Fields did nothing wrong, okay, many people are saying uh, if he, I don't have a I good would Trump die impression. Right then and so there. Bear, I'd be back on me. the Trump train. Oh my god! 
If, if oh, Trump yeah. did that, also, I'm buying him a brand new Dodge Challenger so that all everything <laughs> is corrected. I mean, come on. James okay, so he could go Fields. totally scorcher. He could at least pardon Assange. He could do that, right? Yeah. Yes. Um, then people, people want Snowden pardoned too. I know that's oh, a split. Oh, he could pardon Snowden. People are very he split on that one, but I get it. Drain the swamp. He could bring back a bunch of troops. A he couldn't even fire Fauci. Probably, although Biden and would Barr. just hire him back. Uh, a lot of people are saying they just want Trump to declassify everything. Just open the gates on everything. Let it all out. Uh, maybe, maybe we'll see some of that. Um, then again, I, I'm not that optimistic because Trump has had the authority to declassify all sorts of stuff on um, uh, related to campaign spying and Russiagate generally. He didn't do it. I love our live chat so much. Um, could he could he pardon Ted Kaczynski? They're wondering. <laughs> Maybe <laughs> is Ted still alive? I forget. Is he yeah. I always uh, Charles Manson is dead, but Ted Kaczynski's alive, right? They are not the same caliber criminal. Okay. <laughs> very different. They are very different. He answers mail too. Yeah. Um, tomato tomato says articles are already coming out saying endless wars is a political smear. I saw that if Biden goes, goes through, we'll be neck deep in Iran by this time next year. Love the show. Keep up the good work. That's another thing. Hmm. The left is going to be the party of endless war. Now. Are you people serious? Is this what you wanted? We'll see. Um, Tonenheimer says an old friend called me evil the other day. It didn't feel great, but if that's the strategy, at least the left won't gain any more power, gain more power anytime soon. Time to, to cut that old friend off. They sound like a piece of shit. Well, I guess the distinction I would draw to, to Don between myself and Don Lemon on this topic is I would not advocate axing friends based purely on their philosophies, but if they pick fights with you over yours like that, yeah, ax them. Like if they're coming at you with that kind of shade, get rid of them. You can find somebody better. If somebody just disagrees with you, but isn't in your face about it, I don't think that that's a deal breaker, but that's me personally. Everybody's entitled to their own, their own standards on that front. Uh, Kevin Smith, I can't have you Americans having all the election blues here in Canada. They're doing a second reading for a bill to lower the voting age to 60. Oh, great. Oh God. That'll work out well. 16 year olds shouldn't even be able to drive. Um, Cameron Alexander, Rush's 2020 U.S. election result thread is an incredible 270 pages uh, resource of election news and evidence of fraud. Red Mm. Elephants also has a great article explaining the math behind everything. Those are both great resources. Rush is awesome. So is Red Elephants. Check their respective pages out. I I think they're both banned from YouTube. You can find Red Elephants on BitChute. Um, I'm sure you can find Rush on BitChute. And then Rush has uh, Rush V blog. And as unlikely as it may seem... Don't ever count out just the general uh, internet autism of 4chan and elsewhere. Like they've pulled off improbable feats before. Yeah. Don't count them out. It could happen. I do trust 4chan. I, <laughs> I do. I, I actually do. I, after the tracking down of the Shia LaBeouf flag by tracking flight patterns and stuff. It uh, was incredible. They can do anything. They really can. Weaponized autism is just at, it's it's kind of incredible. It's kind of a, it makes it gives me faith in Gen Z because I'm pretty sure that that's the 4chan demographic, right? It's got to be pretty young guys mostly. Uh yeah, I I would think so. I feel like I'm too old for it, so yeah, gotta me be. too, definitely. Uh, and they definitely think that I'm too old. So yeah, <laughs> you made mind. My anonymous sources in the FBI, DHS, and CIA say that Russians hacked the election to prevent the Democrats' blue wave from sweeping Congress. Democrats <laughs> should investigate and demand recounts. I agree. I mean, that's coming. You joke, but that's probably coming soon. Yeah, really. Um, Laurel says I am for the first time more black pilled than blonde. Oof. I don't know. I mean, 
this is kind of funny, like that they're acting like this is like having some ancient demented man and his shrill hack bitch VP is some kind of international victory. Yeah. And like, like the whole world doesn't think that we're a fucking joke. Um, there's, there's an element of humor <laughs> we'll be in all respected this. in the world again. That's what they keep oh, yeah. saying. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. I bet. I bet everybody yeah, totally. looks at Joe and Kamala and thinks, Ooh, respect. respect. I don't want to mess with them. They definitely yeah, can't totally. be messed with. I bet. Yeah. <laughs> what did we even say that one time we were trying to figure it out? We couldn't even, our guesses weren't even very It was good. like last week. We're going to have true yeah. international go bear, bear, bear. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, I guess that's the same. Yeah. Look forward to true international because we're going to we're going to see it become reality yep. if all uh, continues down this path. Nicholas H. I personally know someone who committed voter fraud in Philadelphia last week. They're a doctor in New York City. Imagine how widespread fraud is if doctors are out committing voter fraud. Yeah. Lots of doctors are really dumb, though. Um, Sarlacc says, appreciate you leaving the Wednesday show up this week. Um, I don't get in until late and try to catch up by playing one and a half times, but it goes down too soon. Keep it up more often. Looking saucy blonde. Yes. Mm. For those of you that haven't seen that stream, I begged Skag to take it down because I cry <laughs> in it. Uh, and I said, not no. because Trump lost, but he did say no. Um, but because, you know, it's hard having kids right now. It just feels like, ugh. and to be fair, well, this, to be fair, a lot of people emailed me about that, expressing um, similar feelings to what you were expressing. And, uh, Nobody, at least communicating with me, yeah, I joke about it and stuff, but the sincere ideas that you were expressing really resonated with a lot of people and a lot of people took value in it. So uh, the the reason I, I left it up too is because this week I couldn't, I couldn't make the usual video content I make because that's more sit down and write it and then make it and it takes a few hours. The news was changing every five seconds. So I'm like, well, screw this. Yeah. I can't do that. I have to just take a snapshot and I have to go with it. And that's why we did the stream that way. And that's why I left it up that way is because it was kind of like a mini Sunday show segment at the top. Yeah. Um, it's possible that maybe I'd change up the format in the future. The trouble is between making normal videos and trying to do something like that. I, there's only so many hours in the day that I can put to it and maintain sanity. And the other reason I like to leave the call-in show as live only for video is I like to give people a reason to go subscribe to the audio platforms to get some extra material over there to make sure that if Susan, if the day of Susan comes, that you have us on your podcasting app or that you have us yeah. somewhere else that you can find us if uh, we get banned. So that's kind yep, of my thinking, totally. just, just to be transparent. And so I can say worse stuff because audio platforms need to let more go than YouTube does. I can definitely say that there are consistently more embarrassing moments on Wednesday streams than Sunday streams. The Sunday streams are a little more structured, a little more planned. Yeah, this is us having it together. Think about that. There's way more references on Wednesday that we have no idea what people are talking about. That's a thing. too. I'm pretty sure I've read out loud Mein Kampf in its entirety totally (laughs) without realizing. I've said the 14 words on a Wednesday stream. You did that That's on purpose. There. Yeah. I was dared to do it. I ain't a bitch. Oh, I just stepped in it, didn't I? <laughs> I ain't a bitch. I, I'm a bitch, Susan. Sorry, I'm Susan. I'm a bitch. <laughs> I want to clarify. Huge bitch. Yep. Uh, Sam from Ohio. Matt, if when Biden takes office, you should take um, and we will make America great again out of the intro music and replace it with a lead and effective strategy to mo- to mobilize. One hundred percent. You're exactly correct. I'm committing that to memory because that is the other reality. I'm not gonna like change elements of the show just yet when this stuff is final though 
I do want to update some of the, even if Trump maintained a lot of the, the themes of the show are still like 2016 holdovers. It is time to update a lot of that stuff. I'm waiting to see exactly what happens to make those decisions correctly. But your call on that replacement is 100% correct. And I'm hundred percent going to do that. Yep. That's um, going to be fantastic. Jim Reese says I was ready to accept the results of this nightmare until I heard about Lizzo just donated $500 <laughs> to Trump's legal efforts. God save us all. I don't know. I mean, I inexplicably have watched a lot of videos of her twerking in a thong. I don't know why. It's like it's like how you couldn't look away from that um, Mexican slaughter video, the cartel beheading. That's what it was like for me watching Lizzo twerk in lingerie. Would I rather watch Mexican cartels industrially slaughter people uh, in repurposed supposed animal slaughterhouses or... Would I want to see Lizzo naked? That's a great debate. I mean, you can tell from those videos that she has a smelly ass. So <laughs> you can smell it inform, through the video, I'm sure. Yeah, let that inform yeah. your decision. There's no way she's cleaning out all those folds. I have it's a fat possible. baby. Just think I know of the a thing or two. Area. Yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy. Okay, like more like surface my daughter's area. wrists are fat and stuff. Yeah. What's more surface area? Lizzo's folds or an entire paper towel roll? I think we know the uh-huh. answer to that question. Lizzo's folds, right? It's gotta be. There's not enough. Like how you could probably soak the. Into- anyway, well, we're that's not going to help. We're getting too. That's not going to help. You got to scrub them. You got to, you got to lift them up and scrub them. You okay. Know? Scrub Everybody them. look at the video Absorb. right now of Lizzo twerking in a thong and then answer me in the live chat. Um, Bilbo Saggins. Did I just read that one? No. Would love to know blondes and Matt's opinion on the magic 450,000 ballots that only have Biden marked on them with no sub votes marked on them. Did I already read that? I think you said that mm-hmm. twice, Bilbo. It was referenced earlier. And again, I, I haven't seen that. So if you have information on that, send it my way. Cause I would like to see where that number is coming from. Um, do you want to read some of these? Yeah. <clears throat> uh, get, Andrew says, what do Bo Biden and Biden's voter base have in common? <laughs> They're both dead. Oh man. Ooh. That, that was Ooh. a rough one. Polaris five eighty nine says, keep the faith. God is going to send angels from Africa to give Trump a second term. Maybe the Nigerian marchers or whatever that was. Maybe the Nigerian parade can help him. Uh, I bought PN assume the electoral counts hold. What's the over under on mumbly Joe hanging uh, or handing the reins to, uh, to Kamala. Well, thanks for supporting the show. Um, I am not going to be niggardly. I am of the opinion that he will be inaugurated to make sure it's all square. And then like, within weeks he's out. That's my opinion. I've heard another theory from a listener that they will keep Joe in there for like two years and a day, the majority of a term such that they can install Kamala or whoever they want. And technically I think from a legal perspective, that time, that two years in office would not count as a term as far as the constitution is concerned. So that person could run for two more terms after that. You could try to swing a 10 year presidency out of this is what the thinking is. Oh, that would be, that is they're never going to be able to do that. We'll see. But I think it's basically immediate. I think Joe Biden serves like a couple weeks as president. If this happens, <laughs> the live chat's really funny right now. I I'm, I'm serious guys. Watch it, watch it, do it. Hmm. Somebody said, I wash myself with a rag on a stick. <laughs> that Simpsons episode. She, she, uh, Lizzo could write a great song with those lyrics for sure. Yeah. I think she, can. by the way, I was not saying that I have a smelly baby. I'm just saying when you've got fat, like you can't get, you can't get clean without the help of another person. <laughs> you can't do it. Do you think that she has somebody that helps her? With of that? course she's rich. She has somebody to do everything. 
She has somebody wash her with a rag on a stick. I don't know about the rag on a stick, but somebody washes her. Yes. Wouldn't that be the best way to do it, though? I don't know. I've never I've never had to never had We've to never theorize been about fat. this sort of thing. Yeah. We were only up 30 pounds. We were only kind of chunky. I was never Lizzo levels. Yeah. So never, never Lizzo level. Uh, Daniel Kirk, uh, those who've been calling us racist and fascist for disagreeing with them want us to believe they're the party of unity if they have zero faith in fair governance um, from those with such hate for us. Or yeah. I have zero faith must be what, what you want to say. It, it, yeah, again, I, I totally agree. The second they gain power, it's time to unify. Forgive me if I'm skeptical that you have a consistent principle of unity seems very selective. It seems the only variable that matters is whether you're in power or not. Yeah. Um, Freddie saw said, I'm not going to lie. This projected result has me seriously bummed. I got two K 2000 rounds of nine millimeter from Phoenix on the way. Just got what? Really? That's a lot. That's a good haul. I just got here, but already thinking of ditching Arizona for Montana or Idaho. Anyone want a red voting Mexican? Sure. Come hang out, man. Come Come check it out. Uh, Kevin rushing. Uh, how do y'all love the show blonde? My wife and I are headed to Coeur d'Alene for a long weekend in January. Do you have a rec- recommendation on where to stay and what to do? Yeah. Shoot me an email. Um, if you want to like pay a little extra, you could probably get a good deal at the resort right now because not a lot of people are traveling and nobody is here in the winter. Hmm. Um, or at least in Coeur d'Alene proper, because if you're, if you're, um, skiing, you're going to be up in Sandpoint. So, uh, check, uh, Shoot me an email and I'll, I'll try to answer it. Rainer Chen says, I'm kind of bummed that Biden may out may win, not just because a uh, cackling, witch might be the acting president, but because the coked up pedo might be free to visit Beijing some more and hurt more Chinese girls. Lots of people were already tweeting hashtag, not my pedophile, uh, about oh. Joe Biden, which I disavow Susan. Cause there's no evidence that he's a pedophile. That's uh, creepy. I've <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm just trying to enjoy what the trolling prospects for the next four years uh, are. I, I, I'm going to, like I said, I'm going to commit myself to enjoying and laughing and not being doom and gloom. Bain Trump says, good news is that multiple court cases should get at least one state to go orange man. Better SCOTUS chances if reform is not done like Ohio and Florida have done no point in voting or politics mm. anymore. I'm with you. That, that's how I feel. It's like there, there's no point in any of this. Esoteric unbound. Assuming that Biden prevails as soon as his dementia becomes an issue in his administration, we can count on him conveniently count on him to conveniently contract and succumb to COVID-19 with Trump accused of murdering him. Ooh, that's an interesting take. That'd be funny. Uh, I've heard this one before. Yeah. That Biden gets coronavirus dies and it's Trump's fault. Trump is his killer. That would be an interesting political Mm -hmm. narrative. Incompetent hands. Did you guys see Karen Strong's video on Trump? It was great. Karen Strong's making videos again. Yeah. Mm. Shout out to her if she's around. Super pissed, but I'm thankful for whistleblowers, DeSantis, and more than ever, my sanity safe space. Thank you. I'm glad to see Karen's back. Yeah. Thanks for tuning in. I'll have to check it out and uh, shout out to Karen for sure. Mark Watson, Square Hoop. Great. He's going to unite us. I'm sure he immediately called AOC about the list of Trump supporters that they plan to ostracize and told her how, <laughs> how that is terrible behavior. Um, yeah, yeah, really. I'm looking forward to that. Jack DDSN, uh, dissolution of the United States into its component parts. Here, here. We need to have a conversation, like a very serious conversation about the logistics of secession. Can it even happen? There is, there's no secession provision in the constitution. There's no way to do it, uh, quote unquote, legally. It, mm-hmm. it, it is effectively a declaration of war if you do it, but well, it, it, 
it does stand to reason if there are unresolvable, if there are unresolvable conflicts that you could have some kind of amicable split. If people agreed to leave each other alone, trouble is they'll never agree to leave you alone. Yeah, but we're in an abusive marriage. Like yeah, how much do abuse. I have to let my husband beat me? You know, come I, on. N- I, I don't think that you do, but that's the trouble. They, they don't want to stop the abuse. So one way or another, it's going to have to stop. And you would hope we that we shouldn't would be have through- to just endure this forever. This is insane. Yeah, this is our country I, too. I agree. I agree. Well, We'll see what they attempt. Will Biden go in there and try to enact a whole bunch of unconstitutional action through executive order? Maybe. Will he go in there and try to convince Congress and get nothing done? Maybe. I know it's unsatisfying, yeah. but I got to wait and see. No, but, but, but people can see plainly that the institutions are compromised and that our votes don't matter, that voting doesn't make a difference, that this is all an illusion for us to feel like we have control and a say in what happens in our future when it really doesn't. I, we have no, we, we, we can't direct our own future. We have no autonomy. That's terrible. That is terrible. I have, and to, terrifying. I have to hold off. I have to hold off a little bit because I just need to see the evidence that is brought to court. And if the evidence that is brought to court is insufficient, I don't know that I can go that far. That said, is but my what trust, is your intuition telling you about what happened here? Well, I'm not going to be a feelings guy. I'm going to be a tangible evidence guy. Intuition my, matters. It counts. Is my trust in the electoral process uh, shaken. Yes, it is. My trust, my trust in the American populace is shaken too, though, because it's like it's like uh, we, we all sort of submitted to this. I don't mean we, as in like us or this show or any one particular person. I just mean that we, as a society, agreed to let the process by which we choose our leaders and guide our own path be radically reformed effectively overnight, and we submitted to going through uh, our entire election with a system that was unvetted, untested. We have no idea if it's going to work or not. And now we're supposed to just go along with the results and pretend nothing weird happened. Yeah. I'm disappointed that we willingly submitted to this and didn't have a stronger backbone against it. Uh, That's a bummer. Yeah. But if they don't find anything in the courts, it just means that the courts are also compromised. That's how sure I am that there was a massive amount of fraud here. I don't trust the courts. I'm not like, Oh, the courts, they, they, they have no scruples. They have no moral scruples. They're, they're totally unimpeachable. They aren't. They you are, have to bring uh, evidence know. to the court, though. And if they don't bring the yeah. evidence, the court, what's the court supposed to do? Yeah, I know. Um, I guess to some degree, but that doesn't mean that I'm not going to believe that there was no voter fraud. Oh, I, I absolutely. I believe there was voter fraud. I think we've seen it demonstrated. It's just a question of it. Was it the decisive factor? And if I can't prove that, then I, I can't maintain that claim for four years. I don't know. I just can't imagine having any faith in our institutions at this late stage. Yeah. I think for a lot of people they're shaken, but just even that could be a silver lining in that maybe people will start to put their priorities where they belong, your locality, your family. You're going to be like the federal government's a goddamn joke. I don't want anything to do with it. I'm checking out. Good. Good. I hope but you they do. can that's still it. reign over us. What if they violate two a in some egregious way? That's where then, you have then, to hope that the, the so-called constitutionalist majority on the court wins. Um, we'll see. We have to see it tested. We haven't seen it tested yet. So the court is really the last stand on this. I don't feel great about that. Well, no, <laughs> the court, the court is the last official institutional stand, but you, you and I and everyone out there, we are the last stand. The government derives its just powers from the people. If it violates the people's rights, it loses its purpose to exist. 
revolution becomes justified legitimately defensively, Susan. Yeah, but didn't they? They they made our votes not matter. Didn't they violate the people's rights in the worst way? Isn't revolution justified? My point is we're at the stage that we have to prove that. And and if the case falls or if it is proven but not properly corrected, then we get into the territory that you're talking about. Well, I guess we'll see, but um, nobody's going to instill my faith in the system again. Unlikely. Like it's, it's gone. Unlikely. Yeah. Uh, Tori D, the dead are allowed to come back every four years on election day as long as they pledge to vote blue. That, that's what I, my understanding <laughs> was as well. Uh, Soaring Penguin kind. Live. Yeah. Joe Biden's speech about coming together is crap when the policies are going to destroy the economy of a certain state. Um, what is going to happen when he destroys oil. Is that for the people of Texas? Is that for the people yeah. of Texas or, or other energy producing States? Yeah. I mean, the good news is again, for him to do the sort of things he's talking about, he needs Congress. He doesn't have that. He's not going to ban oil by executive action or do anything extra legislatively without uh, the courts signing off on it. I, I remain hopeful that you have a constitutionalist enough majority in the court to stop that sort of stuff. And he has enough opponents in the Senate to stop that sort of stuff, but perhaps not. We'll see. We'll cross those bridges when we get to them. Um, John Bound says this does come with a silver line lining abiding president, a Biden presidency with a rep Senate um, Republican Senate and courts ensures four years of gridlock. That's not the worst thing in the world, given how polarized we are just saying, I mean, I agree with you. I, I agree with you there, but uh, the fact of the matter is that we have an illegitimate and ineff- ineffectual government. It's still illegitimate. Hmm. I, I don't. I don't care if they don't get anything done. I didn't vote for this. Most of us didn't vote for this. They they stole the election, so they can go fuck themselves. I mean, I, I don't care if he gets something done. That is a silver lining. I understand where you're coming from, and that does make me feel a little bit better. But the important thing, we all need to take a step back here and look at this. All of it's a farce. None of this matters. Your vote doesn't matter. It never mattered. Never vote again. Never vote again. Twitter just applied a flag to this episode. <laughs> That's election really? misinformation. No, it's, oh, okay. <laughs> I just, you can't say things like that. That's that's misinformation. It's true. Everybody should be checking out of the system and thinking about how they can keep their families and their communities safe because that's all that matters now. Hyder Jeffrey says the lies are so disgusting. I'm so happy. I'm visiting family right now. I'm raging. Ugh, I Good. Well, I, I'm glad to hear that you know you're with family. You're with what matters. Maintain the perspective. We all have to. Um, do you want to read some of these? Yeah. Raynor Chen says, uh, here's the issue with the call for unity. Let's not forget they've been trying to grab the power to change the meaning of words. The slogan doesn't mean anything if they never respected the meaning. Well, yeah, fair point. What does unity mean? It, it really means everyone agrees with them and everyone submits to their bidding. That's what yeah. unity means. It doesn't I didn't mean hear anything about tolerance. Tell me more about tolerance of people on the right. AOC, well, Kamala Harris, Joe Biden. To be fair, Joe did say that in his speech. He said people who he disagree with us. He said people who disagree with us politically are not our enemies. We can't treat them like our enemies. Move forward. Which I, again, in a vacuum, that sounds great. I just, where was that for the last four years? And well, why does that only enemies. come out when you have power? They've made me an enemy by canceling me. By treating you and like so an now, enemy. Yeah. By treating me like an enemy. And so now I'm supposed to be like, oh, you want to be friends? Fine. I'll pretend like I'm friends with you. My, the first available opportunity for any of you, I'll ruin your life. I'll remember <laughs> this for the rest of my life. Women are vengeful. Like, and, and, you know, I want conservatives to remember how we were treated and not let the left get back in your pants. Dump him. 
Michael Anderson. Michael, uh, the yeah. Oh, was this the next one? Yeah. Uh, Michael Anderson, the real danger is not a Biden presidency. The problem is out of control news and social media industries colluding to function as a pervasive mini truth. That's so true. Mm. And Harris will kick Biden down the stairs right after the swear in. Uh, oh, yeah. she She's just waiting. She's just, she can't wait. Yeah. I, I Like I was saying, I can't believe the way that social media and the and establishment media came together to to set sort of an expectation or to prime you for what the the trajectory of this race was so that you expected it to go that way. And anyone challenging that preconception would be dismissed as a conspiracy theorist or crazy person. Yep, exactly. They really have set the agenda before the facts were all there to make sure that to make sure that you're resistant to any sort of questioning of the direction this is going. Yeah, it was well planned, I think. Um, Jack and a bunch of numbers says Dems are acting like textbook narcissists. They lie and say and do horrid things when you question or defy them when they get uh, when they get what they want. They gaslight and remind you how much they love you. Yes, this is why I keep talking about this like it's an abusive relationship. Doesn't ha- this have all of the ha- hallmarks of like a female male marital strife where the woman is submissive and abused? Hmm. <laughs> It really does. This is this is crazy. They're just gaslighting the shit out of us. Ooh, unity. This is from Becca. Great name. Uh, Juliana stated today on Crowder that there is evidence that 353 counties had over 100% of the population vote in that county. There may be more evidence of fraud than we think. I sure do hope so, Becca. I sure do hope so. Oh, 353 counties, counties. across the country. I thought it was yeah. just Pennsylvania, but you're talking across the country. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, maybe. Maybe. We'll see where that goes. Uh, Son of the Wolf, Matt, uh, you can go to your funeral wearing a mask. I think I think that might be unnecessary at that point. He meant go to a funeral, probably. Your, you did the say event, that. Yeah, not actually your funeral, but your funeral is in the funeral that you are attending. That's what I meant, of course. But yes, joke, joke is taken. <laughs> Jacob says, uh, I love the union and the Constitution, but I would rather leave the union with the Constitution than remain in the union without it. My mm. boy, Jeffy D. Wise words. Um, Eric Burns Marsh Blonde, don't insult Biden supporters. It's not polite to speak ill of the dead. There are some alive ones. I know people that voted for Biden. They're out there. Um, you can find them. Bethany W. Breaking, Trump announced he will be holding war rallies in key states focusing on litigation. I don't know. I heard that. Fine. I mean, it'll be fun to watch him go out there, but I just, uh, at this point, it's a, it's a question beyond political will. I think it's, it's, a, it's a question of getting the evidence to the courts. And that's great if you got uh, people digging up the evidence where it exists. But if it's just people's enthusiasm for the political candidate, that doesn't get us very far right now. But we'll see. I'm sure he has the right minds doing the right things better than I could manage it. So we'll see what he can. Yeah. Pull off. Have you heard about this uh, supposed this might just be a rumor, but Ivanka 2024 run? That's not going to happen. No way. Dude, absolutely not. Uh, no. That's not going to happen. Jared she's big, Kushner as she's, first man. She's a uh, she's like. Ivanka is has a lot of very progressive leanings. That's not going to happen. Oh, I know. Um, Hyder says, if it wasn't clear before Trump 2020, I hear you. Um, nobody says, hope you're doing well, blonde. 14 words forever. <laughs> I've never said that. Uh, only or Only you. Yeah, that's crazy to think about. Um, let's remember that there's every reason to believe underground groups will be doing the same thing in the Georgia runoff. Stay vigilant. Support those GOP candidates no matter what. Um, yeah, I mean, we're not going to be able to pull this off. That doesn't mean we should give up. 
but we should only continue to to fight here because it's going to be really annoying for the left. We're not going to be successful. If the same thing happens in the Georgia runoffs where you have these miraculous performances for the Democrats and they pull off two Senate seats for Georgia. Okay. I mean, and then, and then suddenly Democrats maybe have a 50, 50 uh, Kamala Harris is breaking Senate ties with her vote in the Senate. Yeah. yeah. All right. That's going to be pretty difficult to believe as legitimate. Yeah. Yeah. Um, nobody says if 2016 was globalism v nationalism and 2020 is capitalism v socialism, then we need a socialist and nationalist party for 2024. Right. <laughs> mm. One might rise mm. the way we're heading. Yes. Yeah. Um, Mark Watson, um, Richard Barris, of people's pundit daily compared his Michigan voter file to Michigan dead folks and found 10,000 dead people who voted. Let me wow. ask you a question. This might be a really dumb question. I should ask this offline, but I'm gonna ask it anyway. Um, when they do a recount, are they vetting the credibility of existing votes? I don't think so. Uh, and I'm not an expert on this. So people should check. I, I think what they're doing is just verifying accuracy. Right. They're saying this ballot should count as in support of this candidate. It's not vetting necessarily the um, eligibility of the voter. Is that actually considered? I don't think it is, but it probably varies by state, too. Not everything well, is, this the is same pointless then. Yeah. If you're just counting the accuracy of this ballot goes to this candidate, you're not likely to overturn or change a lot of the result. I think in general, recounts have changed a few hundred votes here and there. Not 20,000. I'm getting a little You're, hoarse. Will you read some? Yeah. <clears throat> uh, who's up next? Uh, Mark? Ryan F. Oh, Ryan Let's not F. forget that regardless of whatever voter fraud did happen or didn't happen, the real fraud is Dem governors and the media shutting down the country almost entirely this year or almost this entire year due to COVID. I know. And I know, people man. People are begging for more. Just begging for more. Uh, um, Andrew's up next. I'm going to mark my spot and head over to uh, Streamlabs for just a minute. I'll come back. <clears throat> Phil says Jennifer Rubin going on TV and saying the GOP needed burned down. Did she say that? Probably did. That was uh Barbara Spector tier bad when it goes or then to go on Twitter and point out the declining percentage of the white population was probably unwise. She's acting as if uh, it's all over and we're done. I haven't heard what she said, but that sounds like things that she would say. Certainly. Uh, William Cooper says the right thinks that the left is wrong and the left wants us dead and our children enslaved. There is no peaceful resolve at this point. Well, I I would like to think that their olive branches that they're extending are legitimate. I just, I have to, I can't erase memories of the last four years in my mind. They're going to have to prove it to me over a series of actions. And I don't think that's going to happen. I'm not expecting them to suddenly become uh, heroes of civility and heroes of respect for us. I don't think that's going to happen no matter what they say in their political speeches. Just your standard RWDS says 409 cleaner doesn't uh, claim to kill 100% of germs. Condoms don't claim to prevent 100% of STDs. No machine claims 100% efficiency, but 2020 ballot drops 100% Biden. I hope the legal path gives Trump the win. I don't want a necromancer for president. Yeah, funny that uh, those those 100% Biden drops are very odd. And people produced... People produce charts of similar jumps happening in other states. I say, no, 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 it happened in other states. Okay, I've seen vertical lines for both candidates together in, you know, uh, sometimes the, the rise is disproportionate, but the point is both candidates get a bump at the same time. I have seen only exclusively Biden vertical bumps. I've seen none for Trump. If people have graphs of exclusively Trump votes coming in at certain times, love to see them. Still haven't seen them in any state. 
Phil says seeing that all the neocons come flooding back into government through Joe Biden is uh, kind of funny. Has he already named people? Maybe I missed it. He probably is. I wonder if all those uh, college students that voted Dem realize their loans will only be forgiven if they uh, make it back from the wars Cheney and the rest are planning. Uh, Cheney must be named. People are referencing him. I didn't. Does Cheney have some named involvement now? I must have missed it. Fritz uh, Musterman. Middle Eastern Affairs. Or the, or people yeah, for that. sure. But it, will he be involved with a Biden administration? No. Fritz, uh, I'd be surprised, but maybe. Fritz Musterman says, first time donation, there have been videos showing whole apartment skyscrapers of people cheering over Biden's win. Will those cheers turn to morose sobs or cries for blood if or when Trump wins the presidency? And why has uh, Tim Pool rolled over for Biden? I didn't think he has, but I guess I haven't followed all his content. I thought Tim Pool was go- still going through like Trump's paths and stuff. Mm. But I don't know. I, I don't know Tim's coverage 100%. Anyway, uh, thanks for supporting the show. Feudalist Savage says, starting a new job this week, and I wanted to share my good fortune with the people who helped keep me sane working at a female-run company. Ooh, keep up the great work, and God bless. Why? You've got to be able to find a better job than that. Sounds like he's got a new job, but he was working at an old job that was... Oh, I misheard. Okay. Yeah. Aaron says, LGBT support for for Trump more than doubled this election. As a G myself... Uh, that's nice to hear, but also makes me much more suspicious of the legitimacy of this supposed Biden win. Your hair looks nice, by the way, blonde hashtag stop the steal. Well, there you go. Anthony Nielsen says one, the real election for America started in March and we lost it long before this one. We had more freedom and wealth stolen than the colonists ever did by those closer to us than enemies of the civil war. Our brothers and friends have betrayed us in exchange for the obvious illusion of fleeting safety and remorsely believe in the righteousness of their actions. Those in power took what was willingly relinquished and the cost will be borne by our children. Civilization will not provide them with what we had education, recreation, and innocence, no inevitably bright future. However, we should not despair. We should not, or we should be realistic about what has been lost, focusing on what can be replaced. And more importantly, with whom, the founding fathers forged alliances upon common fundamentals. Despite their differences, we have the same opportunity for every minute we spend chasing echoes of what once was. We should invest to purposefully replacing what we lost. The community provided all of this before and can again passively waiting to meet others is a luxury. We lack spend your time, sweat and blood building community for your family. Take those Uh, Oh, to those in Cheyenne, I'm on the list, Cheyenne, Wyoming, I believe. And I'm looking for others to work with. If Trump does lose, he needs to scorch earth and declassify everything. Oh, that that was, sorry, that was the end of that one. That was Anthony Nielsen. So Anthony Nielsen with an impassioned plea to build an excellent new future. That all sounds great. And if you're in or or near Cheyenne, Wyoming, find him on the community page of the website, mattchristiansandmedia.com slash community. Thank you, Anthony. Um, Redicus says, Biden... Uh, you don't get to piss off your cornflakes and <laughs> you don't get to piss in our cornflakes and call for us to be civil. How does a skeleton get elected without poking his head over the, the parapets? Don Lamont can take his dildo to the corner with his BS. The upside Biden will get nothing. The upside is Biden will get nothing done. I agree in that predict, uh, prediction. Phil says the right needs to learn how to weld power, how to wield power correctly. 
this fear or unwillingness to use the tools of the state is unacceptable. The left has so much, has no such qualms. Yeah, um, I agree that, you know, it has its place. I just wish we could agree on localizing that power. I don't want to, I don't want to fight for an overpowerful federal sword just because they do it. That said, um, you know, at some point their quest for that federal sword will have to be thwarted one way or another. How do you do it? Yeah. Redica says, I also am curious about the woo flu numbers in blue states that haven't, uh, that haven't moved, but Texas is now number one in total cases. I hate to be, uh, Tim, but how do you move on with a pedo in chief and auntie Joker trying to destroy our states while propping up theirs? Yeah, well, that's the other thing. Will 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 poorly managed blue states get all sorts of federal bailouts to cover for all their mismanagement? Well, we have to do of that. Course. Oh, of course, of course they will. Sid says blondes moral absolutism is beautiful to behold. The left has very much proven its malicious intent over the last several years. They have forfeited the benefit of the doubt. I can see where you're coming from. Don't get me wrong. Uh, Jamie says last call for the central Valley, California meetup. Please check your inboxes for details. There you go. Hope you guys have a fun time. All right, let's, uh, let's check back on YouTube. Uh, Dangerous spaces just said, uh, was it, the piss in the in the cornflakes or the cornflakes first? <laughs> Obviously, the cornflakes were there first. He's not a monster. He may be a, a creepy old man, but he's not a monster. Andrew Whalen says, um, how sad will it be if Biden wins and Harris becomes the first female president by sucking her way to the top instead of being elected? I think I said exactly that earlier. Mm. I hear you, Andrew. We're on the same wavelength. Um, Matthew Birdsey. There was a question about votes exceeding registered voters. Um, the response was... We can register same day. My question is, can you register the same day with the mail-in ballot? Um, as in, can the vote counter register a voter from the mail-in oh, ballot? That's, I that's don't a good question. know that is a good question. It's got to vary by state. So Yeah. Yeah. Long Dong John, time to worry about Georgia's Senate runoffs. I know. Um, they mean the difference between Biden and the lame duck and Biden packing the court nationwide lockdown, taking the guns, et cetera. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, well, uh, I, I definitely don't want to get complacent with that. I, I'm comfortable speculating those are going to go Republican. But you're right. If they lost them both, then suddenly you have a 50-50 tie with Kamala Harris breaking the tie. Um, I did want to acknowledge that uh, just a couple over on DLive that I missed earlier, Giggling Spy and uh, Chubby Stubby. Thank you guys for supporting the show. Um, <laughs> sorry, I missed your chats earlier. Elephant Man says SS set up at the courthouse in Athens, Tennessee. SCIF being set up in Athens, Tennessee. Old Bear says Obama killed coal without Congress regulation scale. That's a fair point. There are, there's, you can have the, uh, the various alphabet agencies install a bunch of rules in pursuant of so, supposedly existing federal law. You're, you're right. It's not impossible. Oh, right, Benjamin the Rogue. Blonde, yeah. I'm in the Democrat Party. The leadership sees a success as a blank check to unleash these tactics on all following elections. Nothing is going to be the same. I fear it's all downhill from here. Yeah, mm. I mean, that's going to come back on them. That's, that's something that, that's wrong with Democrats. They lack the foresight to see that if they destroy the system or do something moronic like stack the court, um, it will come back to bite them. At some point, uh, Republicans are going to be able to weaponize those same things that they've violated for their own benefit. Duh. Yeah obviously yeah yeah reality lobster if the democrats steal the georgia runoff they'll have the whole thing that means open borders a white reparations tax democratic aristocrats court packing canceling to a thought crime i know i know i i hear you um yeah hopefully we don't cross that bridge but it, it could happen for sure 
Uh, yeah, I mean, it was all downhill for this country in 1920 and then again in 1965. So I don't know why we thought we were going to be able to pull it off with one president that just said the right things. I mean, mm. we're screwed. Billy Ray says, big if Trump loses in court, the MAGA movement can take big gains in 2022 House and Senate as Dem hate for Trump fades. Yeah, fine, whatever. None of this matters. It doesn't matter at all. It's all farce. Um, Russ says, thanks, Matt. Keep it spicy blonde. What's up with the number of people voting for Prez, but nobody down ballot? Um, I just I don't know. I, well, I just don't know how uncommon it is relative to prior elections that have to do that analysis. And then if it does, if it does stand out, it could be fraudulent. It could be Trump being uniquely hated. It, it, both of those are plausible yeah. explanations. You got to keep digging is the answer. Keep digging and find out. Matthew Birdsey, conservative talk shows are saying we won because of down ballots. Uh, the Lincoln Project. Remember, ACA was passed. And should have been GOP's biggest fight than our conservative court okayed it fun. Um, there were many opportunities for us to stop this or for Trump to better prepare the right wing populace for what was coming. Um, and I think he kind of failed that like this, this counting uh, ballots that were not postmarked in Pennsylvania. That is insane. Insane. We'll, Why see. On we'll Earth? see if they can take care of that one in court. Benjamin the Rogue says, how long until China invades Taiwan after this? I'm really worried about it. Like, I don't think we should run to anybody's aid internationally, but that's something that I could probably get behind. Hmm. We can't let China invade Taiwan. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. Lazarus Rex, um, just like to point out Biden is only 0.6% ahead of Trump and PA, which is only 0.1% more than would trigger an automatic recount. But if Biden declared, yeah, really was Hmm. declared winner there when Trump was ahead by uh, multiple percent for days. Yeah, I know. It's just so obvious what, what has happened here. It is funny. It's keep count every vote, count every vote. And then the second Biden it's comes ahead, it's over. The it's votes. over. It's, it's yeah. not possible for any of the votes to matter beyond this. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Um, Harv Prentice, we're cut here in Connecticut, thanks to New Newtown, but I'll be picking up an AR um, and other this week. So there's some positivity. Yep. What's uh, well, I don't know the Connecticut restrictions, probably magazine capacity. Maybe I don't know. If, do you guys have the California style? No, uh, no pistol grips nonsense. Who knows? A compliant AR is certainly better than uh, than nothing in a defense situation or a time of social unrest. So uh, congratulations and Godspeed. Doesn't matter. So who cares if a bunch of dead people voted for another dead guy? That is also something. That <laughs> it's their um, right to do so. City says, my eyes wide shut, boomer family, quote, if the election is so vulnerable as to be questioned in any way, then we've already lost our republic. <laughs> they refuse all evidence. Any lawsuits are auto illegitimate. Yeah, that sounds mm. like boomer nonsense. Mm. Uh, Stan. Yeah. Hey, Stan. Sorry, it's been forever since I've been here. Work has made me usually in bed by showtime. I'm really happy to see you both doing so well. Personally, all my love. Side note, I'm down 50 pounds. All right. Well, that's good, good to hear. Stan. Stan. Uh, glad to hear it. Congratulations. Hope you're doing well. And I uh, always like to hear from you. So uh, stop by once in a while. Drop me a line. Something like that. Good luck. Man. Lazarus Rex uh, says um, in a book about the traits of successful people, it says worry less about your sphere of concern than your sphere of influence. Spending my days going forward, trying to better myself. He also said, also 10 bucks because I had to replace my card so my Patreon didn't go through for you this month. Thank you. <laughs> well, thank you. Uh, you got the right philosophy. It. Focus on yourself and we'll yep. make the world around us better for sure. Kevin Barber, who divides us? Who tells you that all conservatives are racist and white supremacists? Who rants against the 1% and the rich? Who says you're evil if you disagree or don't vote their way? Who the, indeed? The uniters. That's who, that's who does all those things. The, mm. the great uniters. 
Who, 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 who? Uh, Duvier Verdell says, I want both of your opinions. I watched Philip DeFranco. Why? As a way to, <laughs> oh, as a way to see what yeah. the left says. But lately I'm getting mad with his coverage. Is it worth it to keep watching? You must be new, Duvier. You must be new here. <laughs> I fucking hate Philip DeFranco. He's so worthless. He's like the most worthless, milk toast, fence sitting garbage peddler on YouTube. Um, execution by firing squad. Now, now we're not going to get on Philly D's <laughs> podcast. That was oh no, I, <laughs> my life's uh, aspiration for Philly D from, to notice me. Like that fucking sucks. I was never a big Philly D guy. Where he lost me was disavowing the Covington kid, uh, Nick yeah. Sandman. Like immediately, did not yeah. look for the facts at all. Just took to Twitter. So did Ben Shapiro though, video. and you still lick his butthole all the time. I don't think he did. On the, maybe he. I don't he think did. He, did. he retweeted a bunch of stuff about oh, how he that's, was a white. I remember. Yeah. Maybe, yeah, maybe there was retweets, but I don't think that he himself. It, it was different. What that's I'm even about worse. With, no, it's not good. I'm not going to defend it. It's bad. But what Phil did was he made videos and posted them on Twitter talking about how this kid is a piece of shit and stuff. And lo and behold, we all know what the rest of the story is that that kind of stuff jumps the gun way too much. and is way too virtue signally for me. That said, I think what you're talking about of looking for leftist news, news with a leftist slant or a leftist perspective is good. I don't yeah. go to Philly D. Honestly, I have Huffington Post. Go to Tim Pool. Yeah. I wouldn't think that he's leftist news, though. He calls himself a leftist. He he maintains that he's a progressive or a lefty, but I th- I mean, he's spending most of his time criticizing the excesses of the left. I'm talking like pro-Democrat party type people. Well, like if Tim you want Poole straight left, Trump. then why wouldn't you just watch CNN or something like that? I have, like for me, I have Huffington Post and Politico book- bookmarked. I bounce back and forth between them to see what they're saying. But it's not like I'm reading them thoroughly. I just want to know what their take on stuff is. Yeah. Um, e to D, Philly D. That's right. Yeah, that, I, I wish I had that. the song handy. We were singing it for like weeks, weren't we? <laughs> One of Rucka's best ever songs. He has a lot. Yeah. That's up there in the top. Mark Watson. I uh, can't post the link, but the whole 450,000 story is 450,000 votes for Biden and that only had Biden voted for no down ballot selections which is probably like 10% of his PA vote total. It's, it's unlikely that it's organic. That's Sentence. true. It's impossible to prove that that's fraudulent just based on the characteristic of the vote. And they knew that when they, um, when they created these ballots. Yeah. Uh, if you, if you do have any information, please do email it to me. I, I want to see as much information on that claim as possible. Christopher Richardson. Congratulations, blonde and Matt. My wife and I are longtime listeners working on our fourth child congratulations um hope the sandy safe space is around for them shout out to my wife deb the love of my life keep up god's work that is so nice you guys sound like nice people wholesome people having uh, babies congratulations to your family and uh and all the best and uh oh i don't even have my bernie come on uh anyway i can't get you a properly timed i am not there we go close enough (laughs) thanks for supporting the show we'll go with that all the best all the best to your family uh, saying it here, November 12th, North Carolina will announce results that Biden won and Dem won Senate seat. They need uh, to get Senate to get things through so they don't have to do this again ever. I'm betting on this happening. I, I better if be so if that happens, I'm I'm saying, all right, I'm on the rigged. I'm on the rigged train 100 percent. I don't care if if that happens, if they pull off Georgia, the Georgia runoffs and North Carolina for the Senate, I'm done. Yeah, I'm done. I'm not digging for specifics anymore. I'm just calling it fraud and flipping everybody off and walking away. That's what I'm doing. 
Um, Bravo Quebec says started watching the stream late. So not sure if y'all have already addressed this, but Pelosi did say they had arrows in their quiver when discussing losing uh, the ACB fight or lack thereof. Yeah. We knew they were going to pull some shit that. And by Um, the way, that was in her, remember her weird George Stephanopoulos interview where she said, good morning. Hello. Sunday Sunday. morning. That was that interview where she said, we've got a lot of quivers in our, or arrows in our quiver that we won't discuss. It's a lot of weird comments like that. Like, Nancy Pelosi and Biden. I don't, I just, I want to know what they were talking about specifically. Dominic Sandrini says, Matt, your wedding present is to arrive Tuesday. So check your box. Fool. Oh, cool. It's I will not keep an eye out. Thank pistol, you. But an appetizer until I can get more, uh, Calaxian crystals. I don't know what that is to fuel. I don't, it. I don't know the reference either, but it sounds cool. Blonde. I'm going to start a portrait for you here in a few days. Peace. Okay. Sweet. Well, thank you, Dominic. Thank Much you. appreciate it. Sore loser says, do I get a yellow star for getting on AOC's list? If so, sign me up for the Trump end game. Wouldn't that be a hilarious turn of events? See you guys at the camps. Um, yeah. Not really. Um, there will be soccer fields there. JK says, don't be fooled. They plan on stealing the Senate with the runoff election in Georgia. Don't forget Mitt Romney, Susan Collins, and Murkowski are still Dems running as Republicans. That's true. I guess that, yeah, I, fair point. I hate to go down the, I hate to submit to a little bit of the, doom and gloom but i i have to acknowledge those facts can you really count on that trio romney yeah. collins murkowski no no you can't don says f looking at the bright side it's not the trump lost the pro that that the blah, blah, blah. did i just have a stroke that the problem that is the problem god <laughs> it's massive voter fraud that's taken place if they get away with this and biden wins our elections are done our vote doesn't matter i hear you don Jared Tank, um, if Trump is trying to flip some states via lawsuit, then why am I only hearing about recounts? Shouldn't the recounts be paired with audits um, if you want to check ballots or am I missing something? I'm actually going to have to wrap it up because my baby's at my parents. Um, There is one from Freddie Sauce. Uh, Blonde's attitude right now is exactly what I needed to cheer up. I need to find a way to take that energy and inject it into myself, you know, like a (laughs) disinfectant. Getting closer to defensive right-wing death squads. Something I will say, do you guys remember how fun it was to be conservative in 2015? Uh, yeah. We're good on the back foot. We're good that, defensively. Well, and that's that was around my uh, quote-unquote red pilling or whatever, but I noticed how much more fun Trump people were having. So that's much part of fun. the appeal. They had the best memes. They had the best jokes. They had all the funniest people. Yep. Don't underestimate how effective that is in persuading people. Yep. Anyway, thanks for letting me go early, guys. Um, Got to go take care of the baby so I didn't take any breaks today. And chin up. Uh, enjoy the decline. <laughs> Ready your fiddles for the sinking of the Titanic. Ready your All right. fiddles. I will catch you uh, Wednesday. And thank you right. to the audience for your patience. Uh, I will I will close out with, uh, with the rest of the chat, so don't worry. Um, thank you. Let's see you guys. Have a good night. Uh, there is... Let's see. Knuckle Hunky Bunk says there's a notification... Uh, under the video that says robust safeguards help ensure the integrity of elections and results. I checked CNN videos about Russian collusion, but didn't see any on there. Funny. Well, I'm glad Susan has us properly qualified. Thank you, Susan. The flaming PI says here in Canada, the government admitted to increasing the numbers of fatalities by 50%. I assume coronavirus, right? That means that 106 is actually 70. That means that using your CDC's 6% statistic, it's actually about four people. Yeah, that's you're probably correct. I know Susan disputes that math, but let's, let's be honest. Uh, let me uh, refresh. 
find where I left off. Oh, speaking of Susan, she's got such a great system for me to work with. Very easy to use. Oh, I can't even find where I was. Uh, bear with me, guys. Here we go. Uh, Metalhead says, sure, a Biden presidency would suck, but on the bright side, you'll have plenty to talk about. Well, yeah, we'll always have plenty to talk about. Even if Trump was in there, we, there's no shortage of insanity in this world. That's for sure. Danny Montana says, what are your thoughts um, that this gets hashed out in the courts? Maybe old Clarence wants some vengeance for being called a rape ape by Biden. Can I say that? Sorry, Susan. It wasn't me. It was the chat. The prophecy is written and the great reset is coming. <laughs> Thank you, Danny. Uh, late to the party. It says picking up my third pistol this week and have decided to custom build an AR. Thanks for all you do. It's okay to be white from a three fifths supporter. All right. Well, thank you. Uh, and thanks for supporting the show. Good luck with the build. And if it's your first build, as I always say, it's not that tough. You'll get through it. You'll figure it out. Watch the videos, buy extra parts, buy an oops kit because those springs are going to go flying across the room and you're going to get very frustrated. And if you don't have the springs that you need, you can't complete your build. So buy an oops kit. It'll save the day for you. Andy D says, G thank you. Jacob C says, thought I'd kick some coins over the, t uh, over to the top sanity safe space on the web. Am I, now, all I'm going to say is picked a hell of an election to start voting, but still feeling fine. You Crowder and razor fist have my spirits up. Godspeed. Well, thank you. Those are excellent names to be uh, mentioned in or mentioned with, uh, just got a text from the wife about that reference that was just made, which I disavow. Uh, <laughs> Esoterica unbound says, uh, current, coronavirus growth rate uh, us will reach 10 million this week 20 million by the end of the year and 30 million by february if vans aren't cruising streets by then calling bring out your dead it'll be clear what bs this has been yeah we'll see city says uh, pardon ross albrecht i forget uh, who that is do i dare google this person did i just say something unspeakable oh he's the uh, the silk road guy yeah i i agree personally i agree uh, he created infrastructure. He created a way for people to find them. As far as I understand, maybe there are some complexities of the case that I'm missing, but I don't think he actually, he didn't force people into drug deals. He didn't force people into illegal uh, transactions. So called. he created infrastructure. I don't think he directly victimized anybody. As far as I understand the case, maybe people could make the argument to me. And I also think that he's a guy who, even if he used his talent and his intelligence the wrong way, Clearly, he could be doing better things for society than rotting in a prison cell. So I don't know. I'd have to review the, fa review the facts of the case. But as far as I understand, I would generally agree with that assessment. Uh, Peter Edwards says, what will Biden do regarding immigration generally, the southern border and refugees from Somalia? Uh, increase in all. That's the answer. <laughs> you want, you want uh, all of Ilhan Omar's friends? You're going to get them. Matt Field says, uh, oh, this is a this is a correct pronunciation. True Anana Shaba de Brazier, Joe Biden 2020. That's the exact quote. Thunderstorm says the continued existence of my people is non-negotiable. Well, that's hate speech that I can't say. Boogeyman says, cheers. Boogeyman 917, cheers to you as well. Uh, Mark DeCain says, Obamagate, impeachment, and blatant election fraud mean nothing if uh, I mean, nothing is off the table for them. The Supremes and state legislatures can fix this. If they don't, Americans will never win another U.S. election. I agree the stakes are high. 
I'm going to maintain a little bit of uh, faith in the system and see if Joe Biden actually wants to try any crazy shit if he becomes president. And then we'll decide how to react. Uh, J- uh, Jackson says, ask the Cherokee how powerful the court is. Yeah, yeah fair point. They've gotten some things. Uh, they've gotten some, well, they've, they've enabled some terrible things in the past. That's for sure. Elephant Man says, uh, Blonde, is this when the South rises again? Rumor has it Athens, Tennessee courthouse is being set up by the secret service. I, I saw some chatting about that on D live just a moment ago, but I don't know what's going on. So I'll have to check. Uh, knuckle hunky bunk says, I'm not looking for silver linings. Full metal jacket is good enough for me. I get it. I understand the, uh, the spirit. Richie Klein says Trump will come out swinging hard tomorrow. I don't know if the cemetery, no, uh, the crematory rumors are true, but dominion Benford's law, the videos of fraud and exclusion, from the process they probably have more hey uh maybe trump has uh some secret uh secret cards in play there's some cards up his sleeve we'll see we'll see what he has don says having a rhino senate and the house doesn't mean shit mitch already stated a few days ago that he will work with biden on judges we are screwed well i would certainly hope that they choose to treat this president with at least some <laughs> level of parity with the the way the past president was treated uh just to Give them a taste of their own medicine. I say this as a person who would like us all to get along on principle and uphold the integrity of American institutions, but I can't go as far as to say, no, we'll just pretend the last few years were all hunky dory. Everything's fine. Let's all chum around and pal around and forget the rampant abuses that were done over the last four years, trying to undermine a duly elected president. We'll see. I I understand the concern that uh, perhaps a Republican Senate is not as safe as some people, myself included, may think. Let's see. Uh, uh, Mufisto says, Hey, Matt and Blonde, no big tips. Uh, this since I have uh, um, no big tips, just have a wonderful week and don't stress out too much until we know what the Supreme Court has to say. Cheers. I agree. Keep up the fight, maintain the perspective. I'm committing myself to it, no doubt. Thank you. Uh, Cooper Army says, Utah is about to have an emergency newscast in 15 minutes. Sounds like a mask mandate with new gathering rules. Sounds slightly communist. Number of cases going up 400% faster than deaths. Yeah, it's the same thing generally across the country. Massive spikes in cases. Very modest, minuscule increases in deaths. Maybe the deaths are coming. I have my doubts. David Schaffler says, Obama was always talking about unity and compromise every time the Republicans refused to give him everything he wanted. That's what a Democrat means by compromise. Yeah. Andrew Brick says, does anyone know of any resources that show what sort of checks on eligibility states uh, checks on eligibility states actually have to prevent voting by people who simply falsely self-declare they're eligible? I am no expert on that. I couldn't tell you. Worthy of inquiry for sure. Matthew Rowley says, I don't ever want to hear a leftist say anything bad about the healthcare in the U.S. The system in this country is so good, people are able to vote 50 years after they died. No, fair point. Das Pooch says in Michigan, gross point. Uh, I'm in Michigan. Gross Point is old is an old, well-off area full of boomers and hipsters. No surprise their butt hurt over that letter. Yeah. Uh, Bickle Bozik says, last night at a gas station in the Midwest, Matt and I checked each other for testicular cancer. That was it. Just an innocent nut scrump. N- nut scrumbler? Better luck next time, I guess. Trump 2020. Thank you. Dan Ellenwood says, my in-laws uh, found out they found out we voted for Trump and shamed my wife mercilessly quote. She was raised better than that. And quote, they lost all respect for her. 
can't believe how they are treating my postpartum wife. Well, that 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 would uh, that would start with a very serious conversation. If there's no apology, that's probably deal breaking territory for me. I would not deal with people who. And uh, I, I mean, I understand that they're her parents, but she is your wife. You guys are on the same team. I don't care who does that. I got a problem with it, and uh, it, that's going to have to be ironed out. So all the best, and uh, and uh, all the best to your family. Obviously, Loki. 793 says Tucker Carlson said people should leave Hunter Biden alone last week. He is just as bad as the rest at Fox. Don't trust him. I don't know what he said. I I still do generally trust Tucker, but I I don't know what was said in that context. I will have to check it out. Procrastination station says just saw a video of someone asking Siri quote, how old is the president? And it says Kamala is 56. I could test this. Hey Siri, how old is the president? Oh, wait, I disabled that dumb bitch. I forgot. I don't want to. <laughs> I don't want to deal with that. I'm not going to enable that. I should have remembered. I ain't putting up with Siri. The uh, human shrug says, do not read this. Oh, God, I told you not to. Well, there we go. Uh, I think we're about finished up, guys. Just a couple more. Uh, Jordan says, congratulations on the wedding, Matt. If AOC does make camps, we need to see real life Schindler's list, uh, starring a black trans progressive. I could have done more. Uh, I could have done more. These hormone blockers to Trump voters. Yeah. Uh, the it, interesting adaptations could be made. I think we're about set. Looks like we're good on D live. Thanks for hanging out with us tonight, guys. Let me, uh, check on Streamlabs to make sure we're good. We do have a few more over here. Uh, Jeff Smith says the right believes in process over results as in fair elections, losers consent and equal rights. The left believes in results over process, stealing elections to defeat Hitler, discriminating against whites to defeat racism and equal outcomes. hundred percent. You are exactly right on. Bill says allegedly the American populace prefers center left economics and center right social issues. The austerity economics uh, of the GOP and the men in women's bathrooms of the Democrats are for sure not popular. Uh, maybe, <laughs> maybe that's what the Democrats will ultimately pursue. Blonde's mom says, I was half hoping for Blonde to win the Electoral College and Trump to win the popular vote. The political backpedaling would have been hilarious to watch. That would have been a great day. Uh, mindful sol- uh, silence says, uh, could, could this alleged voter fraud be Pelosi's arrow in the quiver? Yeah, fair question. Fritz uh, Masterman says, has anyone ever seen Lizzo and Stacey Abrams in the same room at the same time? Longtime viewer, second donation. Thanks for all you do. And Blonde, homeschool or private school for the little one, please. She is part of the future. Well, uh, Blonde is out, obviously, but she she shares your philosophy on that. I can uh, I can assure you. Thanks for supporting the show. Philip Emove says, Matt, I'm not sure if you've mentioned this on the show. I got two I got two hours late. There is a way to mathematically know where the numbers were made up or not. Uh, check out Benford's law, a, a page to the law applied to 2020 elections. There's a link. I can't look at the link, but I've heard this. The, the law has to do with the distribution of numbers and the idea that certain number, that the frequency of numbers occurring in a data set follows general uh, patterns. And if, if the data set wildly deviates from those patterns, it's a good indicator that the data set is, uh, I don't know what the proper word would be in this case fraudulent is the theorizing uh, i'm not familiar enough with the mathematical anomalies of biden's results maybe there's something to it that i don't understand but 
I, I don't think that anything like that would be sufficient in a court is the only difficulty. It might be sufficient for you to theorize that it's all bullshit and made up because the probability of that being the case is high mathematically, but you need something more direct in a court of law. But maybe I'm missing something about that. Maybe there is something that's legally relevant to that theory. Humane Mind says, sorry if this is a repeat. Oh, I think this one did come over on YouTube. But yeah, my anonymous sources in the FBI, CA, and the DHS have proof have proof that the Russians hacked the elections to stop the blue wave uh, from giving Democrats control of Congress. Democrats should investigate and demand a recount over this. Yes, if that was um, accidental, Humane Mind, just send me an email. I can get you uh, your money back if you sent twice on accident. I think we're all set, guys. Looks good over on DLive. Looks good on uh, on Streamlabs. One quick refresh. One last call on YouTube. And we will call it a night. Looks like we are all set. So we will do exactly that. Thank you guys for hanging out with us tonight. I know it's a crazy time and uh, it's not exactly a happy time or a comfortable time. But uh, I can't think of a better way to spend a Sunday night amid chaos with you guys so thanks for helping us make sense of the world we will continue to do our best to do that with you with a smile on our face to the greatest extent possible appreciate it thanks for hanging out with us live if you're listening later on demand on youtube or DLive or BitChute or wherever you may be listening thank you kindly as well for supporting the show i mentioned it earlier but if you're looking for more listening material uh head on over to the uh audio platforms they're linked um in the description and on the website and you can have a bunch more listening material as my stream dips out i think susan is killing it right now but yeah anyway you can also email us at uh, beauty and the beta at gmail.com in the meantime we'll be back next sunday because if it's sunday sorry chuck todd it's not meet the press it's beauty and the beta have a good, good week 